savings. And with a fixed rate, no matter where interest rates go, yours stays the same. Your monthly payments will never increase. It just takes one call to their salary-based mortgage consultants. 303-695-7000 or you go online to AmericanFinancing.net. That's 303-695-7000 or AmericanFinancing.net. And MLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. The Colorado Rapids would like to invite you to the end-of-season awards gala of Burgundy Affair, presented by Audi. Join us for an evening of food, libations, and celebrations on Tuesday, October 17th, hosted at the Sewell Ballroom in the Denver Center for the Performing Arts. This cocktail attire evening features a sit-down dinner alongside Rapids players, coaches, and alumni, benefiting Cronky Sports Charities community programs. Make your reservation today at coloradorapids.com. There's probably nothing more important when you're injured or have had an accident than to get the right people on your side. People who know what they're doing and truly care about you. You need the best medical team, and you also need champions of the people, Bell and Pollock. Take it from me. Bell and Pollock are the injury attorneys other attorneys call because they know what you should know. They have the most experience, and they're the very best. They get it done. Always available for a free consultation. Bell and Pollock. Champions of the People at championsofthepeople.com. Sam's number three. We've been coming for about 12, 13 years now. It's like home. All our all our waitress was just like family, you know. I had the honey smoked salmon Caesar salad. It's delish. I think green chili goes with everything. We did eat. We, we ate a lot. Colorado thing. Service is awesome. They treat you well here. Tacos, the burritos, and then the Greek. I think there are certain rules that you have to eat green chili while watching football. So Sam's number three in Aurora off of Anna Parker in Glendale off Cherry and Leesdale in downtown off 15th and Curtis. Guess who's back in town? <coughs> it's me, your old buddy. The flu! <coughs> I can't wait to see you. I'll be all over town this year, even in places you don't expect me. Surprise! I'll be <coughs> everywhere. Oh, the flu can be serious or even deadly. Don't tempt fate this year. Get your flu vaccine and protect yourself, your family, and your community. For more information, go to fightfluco.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment, the Colorado Broadcasters Association. KKSE. Parker. Denver. The best sports talk all day long. Altitude 950. Denver's all-sports station. Live from the Altitude 950 studios. The Vic Lombardi Show starts now. I like Vic Lombardi. You go to Denver, very few Lombardis. You know, I guess we're naturals. I guess we're naturals in there, man. He's a man who likes wine. And I'll tell you something else. He knows more about sports in his toenail than you know in your family tree. Yes, sir. You hit it right on the head, man. Don't talk about my height. I have to keep it very professional, which uh, I will. But uh, you got a big crowd out there. It's uh, Vic Lombardi night. It's all entertainment. You know, it's all entertainment, man. You're listening to Dr. Vic Lombardi. Happy Monday to you, and uh, let's get this going first. Thoughts and prayers, condolences all around to the folks in Las Vegas, uh, what is now called the deadliest shooting in U.S. history. If you haven't heard the news, some whack job went crazy. The Mandalay Bay during the country music concert, over 50 dead, 500 in hospitals on the Strip. It was ugly. Uh, if you've... Uh, it's all over the news. Just go to Twitter, and you'll get more information on it. But, again, I don't know how many times we have to turn on these microphones on a sports talk show and talk about stuff like this. It's devastating, and it's tragic. And I don't know what else to say about it. 
No, I'm I'm with you. I mean, the, some of the footage is uh, flat out terrifying of people who are at a concert having a good time, and all of a sudden it, it looks like they're in a scene from Vietnam with semi-automatic weapons being fired off in their direction. It's uh, it's pretty frightening. Anyway, we keep we'll keep you updated if the, anything changes uh, regarding the story. The, the the guy was shot and killed himself, so he's gone. But um, Again, 50-plus killed, over 400 hurt, over 500 sent to local hospitals. It's as bad as it gets. You got the Vic Lombardi Show alongside James Marillat, H.W., Will Peterson. We got Jesse Trujillo back on the ones and the twos. We're going to party with Marty in the 8 o'clock hour. Lots to discuss in the sports world. A lot, including the games. The Rockies in the postseason. Got some college football want to jump on. I told you it was 86 wins that they needed to get to. Right on the money, dude. I mean, they would have been playing today at 86. Let me tell you something right now. 20 to go. I for nailed those, it. For those who missed it, over the last five weeks, James Merlet has laid out his four-point plan for the Rockies to make it to the postseason. Yep. And Manchester was right on the number. They finished plus one. Now, I accused you of, like, selling kind of like an infomercial. You did. How do I get in on this now? <laughs> <laughs> well, now, here's the thing, and I'm sure we'll talk about it a lot during the, the course of the show. At this point, Wednesday's a flip of a coin. Sure. And if you get lucky and you call heads and heads comes up, then you got a shot. Then you're then you're in it, and then it's a, you're a legit uh, contender. Uh, our World Series ticket may have some value. Mm-hmm. But Wednesday's a flip of a coin, guys. It really is. It really is. That's That's all it is. Yeah. I I think the pitching matchup probably leans toward Arizona, but you never know. On any given day. In in terms of just sawdust, gripping the bat, pressure. Is more pressure on Arizona or the Rockies? Arizona. They're at home. Pretty obvious, right? Yeah. There's a reason that this play-in wild card, that the visiting teams are 4-1 in the National League. 4-1. The visiting teams usually emerge victorious in this game. Now you got me worried. About? Four and one. I'm like, ah, this thing's going to even out over time. Why'd you have to bring up that stat? Why are you such a numbers guy? I was so up and I was like all over the place on Friday with this Rockies weekend and trying to clinch this spot I was in and then I was, oh, it's not going to happen. Then I'm in and then it's not going to happen. Now you got me worried again. I was feeling good. It's a flip of a coin. Well, you should be fine. Based on the Rockies' celebration, they've won the World Series already. That's oh, gonna, are you going to be, be anti-celebration? Don't be that guy. I Don't knew you be guys. that guy. See, I knew that was coming. I Come knew that. On. Listen, I'm all for celebration. I, I love it. I really do. You celebrate your celebrate all night long. But it gets a little old. You thought they went a little crazy no, on no, Saturday? No, no. No, but after every... So they win this game. Say... When they win this game on Wednesday, celebrate. Will you get the same excessive celebration? Will no they... doubt. I hope they go in Arizona's pool like the Dodgers did last year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Take your goggles to Arizona. That's what I would say. So tell why them. is that just subject to baseball? Why don't they do that in every sport? Why is it in the NBA when you win a, a, a series, a playoff series, guys don't go crazy with champagne? Don't they don't know how to stop and smell the roses. So why, why is it in the NHL the only celebration comes after a Stanley Cup? I don't know. It's, Why is it in pro football, the most physical, violent of the games, do they not celebrate like that until a Super Bowl championship? They don't know how to have a good time. So you advocate every sport adopt that. I think the bubbly. Broncos should have broke out the champagne yesterday. 
<laughs> I mean, when you steal one like that, you ought to celebrate. Oh, they stole one, all right. They did. That was uh, anyone who's celebratory this morning about the Broncos is delusional. What are you talking about? They won oh. the game. They're three and one. Okay, I was going to ask to start the show. Are we going to do? Are we going to? Are we going to start playing no. this game? Are we going to do that? They won, so we can't have any negatives. From, from the game, or are we going to go, hey, even in victory, you ought to be a little concerned about this okay, team. Okay, I can apply that same logic to the Rockies then. You're the one who told me Fine. not to celebrate. Fine. Uh, I can apply I just that logic to I just want to make sure I knew everything. where we were going with this, see, with this I, game. I can apply that to every single team that won a game yesterday. Oh, they won, but ooh, there's really? some flaws. You, Watch out. You think if you're in Houston today, you're, you're pointing out a lot Let of flaws? Let me tell you something. Yeah, Houston could possibly lose a game. You think you're pointing out flaws in Houston That today? quarterback's something. By the way, you and I were... Awful in our picks. Were we? You were six and eight. I was five and nine. How'd I do? Twelve and two. Twelve and two. Yeah. You are uh, not in first place because the little degenerates went ten and four. My uh, criticism of the Houston game would be why Bill O'Brien took a full quarter to make a quarterback change or half. Why he saw Tom Savage as his quarterback. You remember my hot take months ago when I said. NFL coaches drive me crazy because they they, they take the safe route. They it's take not the just easy coaches; route. it's NFL systems. Oh, it's, it's ridiculous. And, and I used the Brett Favre example of he'd have never got on the field if Don Mikowski doesn't get hurt. Yeah. And what we're seeing in Houston is a prime example, just a prime example. Uh, on the text line, the reason baseball players celebrate the way they do is because the season is so long and drawn out. Well, I beg to differ. The MLS season is longer than a baseball season. They don't. No champagne parties after every playoff win. It is weird. I will give it to you that it's just, it's strange. I don't like it's I said. Right, the I'm, not, I'm not going off on it. I I think it's great. I love watching guys party. I love. I just find it curious that it's the only sport that does this. And I and I'm wondering. I'm asking you guys why, and nobody's giving me a legitimate reason. We know why it doesn't happen in hockey. Hockey yeah. has codes, right? In hockey, hell, they don't even let you touch the Stanley Cup until you win. Hockey has codes. They also chew tobacco and play the sport. I get it's it. Weird. I, th- I think part of it is, uh, you know what? If you had to show up the next day after a bender, you could still play baseball. I think that's part of it. Okay, but in in basketball, it's a long season. It is, but you couldn't show up after a champagne party and play. You could in baseball. That's that's. I think so. That's it's funny because it. it's they did play the next day, and I have to assume that somebody imbibed. I'm guessing so. Party. So you're telling me that baseball is not nearly the sport these other sports are because well, you can play Bartolo drunk. Bartolo Colon plays. So you can play drunk is what you're saying. Well, go to a softball field. Right. Watch HW's you, team play. You, <laughs> what, you, what you're admitting to me is that baseball is really not a sport. It's just a game of skill. It's a little like golf. It's a game of skill. A game of chance, I a mean, game it's, of skill. It's, it's in between. It's in between. I just thought it was odd for a team that hadn't made the playoffs in 2,900 days that I wake up to tweets on Sunday morning criticizing their behavior on Saturday night. I thought that was bizarre. I want to tell you, I'm not criticizing it. I enjoy festivities. And I'm not saying anyone in this room did it, but there were people I follow on Twitter out of the 388 that were criticizing them. Why is it the only sport that does it? I wish every sport adopted that. Then, then it'd have, you know, then we'd say, okay, that party was better than that party. These guys partied more than these guys. But no other sport does that. I no have, other sport in any, I mean, I, I can't think of any other sport that parties after clinching and winning a playoff series. I actually think I'm onto it. If they partied after they won a divisional playoff game in the NFL and then came out and lost the next week, everybody be talking about oh, hung over, they're not taking care of their bodies, they're not doing the right thing, you can't do that during the season. In baseball, nobody cares because they chew tobacco and play the game. 
It's just how it is. Okay, so I just want to establish this. The game is not really about athletic endeavor. It's a game of chance and skill. I think more so than the other sports, yes. So the guy who just texted me and said, here, don't compare it to MLS. MLS season isn't 162 games long. Well, the difference is when they're playing MLS soccer, it's an actual game of cardio, athleticism, you're running. These guys are athletes. In baseball, half the guys out there really aren't athletes. They're just hitting the ball. Yeah, you lose weight during an MLS game. You don't lose weight during a Major League Baseball game. I don't want to belittle the game of baseball, but you, you guys are making the point for me here. You're, you're making my point. Okay, but just to be clear, you didn't have a problem with the way they party. Not Saturday at all. Night. Not okay. at all. I'm asking why it's the only sport that does it. That's all. I'd love to see it in the NFL. Yeah, I, I'd, I would I'd, love to, I'd love to I, see it across every sport. When I, when I was in those locker rooms Rocktober, those clubhouses, and they were popping the cork every playoff series, it was so much fun. It was so much fun. Why don't other sports do it? I tend to agree with Manchester. It's a body thing. It's a recovery thing. And Cuban Benny has a good point. He says in basketball, half the league makes the postseason. Baseball, it is a great Fair accomplishment. Point. It is much tougher to make the playoffs in baseball than any other sport. No doubt about it. Okay, but what about winning every – like you're playing one game in Arizona. All right, come on, guys. It's one game. Mm-hmm. So if you win this one game – Go crazy. Just like you I – mean, come on. Now, now, all right. It's one game. Right. Calm and it's down. one game but to get to play playing, the Dodgers and, and you're, you're 11 two wins days away later. from the World Series. No, no, no. From winning it all. Okay, I understand going crazy the other day. But going crazy again after one game, I think just let's oh, I hope down. they go nuts Wednesday. I hope they win and then rub it in your face. Pop bottles all over that TV. You got the Vic Lombardi show. You know the millennial, obviously, judging from that reaction. It's 7-11 when we come back. Our piping hot takes. Mine has to do with the Broncos and not the game, mind you. It's the biggest story in town right now, sports story. And it has nothing to do with Trevor Simeon. It has nothing to do with backing into that win, as Manchester likes to say. Not what I said. Nothing to do with that. Are we just making up things I say now? Is that what we're doing on this show? Might as well. I can't believe I went 12 and 2 last week. Better than what you say half the time. Boy, I might as well just make it up for you. Joel Dreesen's going to join us at 8.30 and Jeff Houston from AT&T Sportsnet at 9 o'clock. Altitude 950. Stay right there. Altitude 950. Denver's all sports station. Kreckman and Harris. Coming up Monday, the Broncos take care of business against the Raiders at home. Ryan, it all went right against the Silver and Black. The 3-1, and one, they're going into the bye week. You couldn't ask for much more. Well, we won't at least, but we'll tell you why they won the game. Tune in, Crackman and Harris, Monday afternoon. Every weekday afternoon, 3-6, to six, only on Altitude 950. Fall is the perfect time of year to get your house painted inside or out. And do it with the company celebrating their 25th anniversary, Pro Painters. Hurry to get on Pro's fall painting schedule before the colder weather arrives. For a free estimate, call 1-800-GO-CERTA or visit CERTAPRO.com. And that's CERTA with a C. Free estimates, high-quality paints, color consultations. Find it all with Pro Painters. Each Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated. Pro Painters. We do painting. You do life. Picture your home with new windows, new siding, and a new sunroom. 
This fall, you can save on all of them. It's here, the Champion Fall Season Super Sale, which means you get 30% off new Champion windows, 25% off siding and sunrooms, plus 60 months low interest financing. Every American-made Champion window is installed using expert craftsmen and features their Comfort 365 glass. Champion's exclusive limited lifetime warranty covers the frame, the glass, the hardware, and the installation. Plus, Champion is the only window company I personally endorse. Book your free in-home estimate now at GetChampion.com. Once again, that's GetChampion.com. Falling prices. They're going to have your energy bills falling year-round and have you falling in love with your home again. Once again, 30% off new windows, 25% off siding and sunrooms, huge savings today on Champion products guaranteed for life. So drop the rake and visit GetChampion.com. Hey, Vic Lombardi here. I love this time of year. Nothing better than lying in bed on a cool, crisp autumn night and drifting off to a quiet, restful night's sleep. But if you or a loved one has sleep apnea, sounds of snoring may be echoing throughout the whole house. CPAP is typically used as the first line of treatment for sleep apnea, but studies show up that 50% of people who have a CPAP machine don't even use it. Now there's a silent, mask-free treatment option available right here in Denver. It's called Inspire. Inspire is an implantable device that works inside your body with your natural breathing process. It delivers mild stimulation to keep your airway open, giving you and your partner the restful sleep you need. Inspire is FDA approved and currently offered at more than 100 leading medical centers across the country. Visit InspireSleep.com to learn more, review important safety information, and find a doctor who can help determine if Inspire is right for you. The freedom to sleep, like everyone else, is just a click away at InspireSleep.com. Sleep.com. That's InspireSleep.com. The Altitude 950 traffic update. I-70 problems this morning. There's an accident blocking the left and center lanes westbound after Colorado Boulevard. Really jam-backed traffic this morning starting around airport. Traffic is brought to you by Amazon. Up in the high country, westbound I-70 is closed between Georgetown and Vail Pass. You have slick roadways and power was out through the Eisenhower-Johnson Tunnel. U.S. 6 Loveland Pass is closed both directions due to a semi-accident. Amazon is hiring full-time associates for the night shift in Aurora. They're making on-the-spot job offers this week. Apply at Amazon.com slash Denver Jobs, an equal opportunity employer. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Second and 15 from the 41. Manual in the pocket, down the field, and it is intercepted. Simmons with the pick. Outbattled Cooper for the football. To save the day for Denver. Broncos are three and one at the quarter mark. That's all that counts. Three and one. They better win these home games. They got another one after the bye week and then on the road the schedule gets a lot tougher. So let's be honest. When you evaluate the Broncos season so far, everybody's happy. They're three and one. But those are three home games you have to win, including the next one, if you want to compete down the stretch. Because that schedule going to get hard. They're a little ahead of my prediction in terms of pace because they are on pace. Oh, well, they're halfway to your six-win total. They're on pace for eight and eight. Don't bring me twelve and four. They're on pace for eight and eight. They've won every home game and lost every road game. Um, on, on pace for eight and eight. Now, so they're going to lose if they lose every road game. They got to lose two home games. To get to six and ten. 
They the the Chargers and the Raiders had the ball at the end of the game with the chance to win. Let's just keep that in mind. Yeah, and the San Diego or should I say LA Chargers could be four and zero instead of zero and four. That's football. It is. It's the NFL. That's football. We saw it with our picks, which I was mm-hmm. actually worse than I thought. I had a game wrong. Mm-hmm. I was four and ten picking winners this week. The LA Chargers That's hard to do could feasibly be four and zero. They're one play away in each game from being four and zero. One play, yes, in each game. From being four and oh. That's it. And the Broncos could be one and three. Let's kick things off with our piping hot takes. I am the greatest because I spit hot fire. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station and the Vic Lombardi show present piping hot takes. (laughs) Brought to you by Sus Buick GMC. No dealership fee ever at Sus. It's Vic's hot take. I don't recall the Broncos issuing a press release in the middle of a game regarding something that's not game-related, but it happened yesterday. Story that came out in the morning. Compliments of Nikki Javala in the Denver Post. We've reached out to Nikki, by the way, who is quoted now on a statement from John Bolin, the brother of Pat Bolin, who sent out a tweet via Twitter saying that he has decided to sell his minority interest in the Denver Broncos. Quote, my brother Pat's leadership has been greatly missed. Now, I've asked several people about this tweet. Is it indeed John Bolin at the controls? Because anybody can start up a Twitter account. It was a brand new Twitter account. It's the first tweet of the Twitter account. There's only one tweet. Didn't have a profile picture or anything. So I asked around, is this legit? Nobody can give me the answer. I'm told from some it is. I'm told from others it's not. All I know is this. Nikki's got plenty of sources to corroborate her story. And her story goes, the younger Bolin wants out. He wants to cash out on this football team. Worth about $700 million. 35% ownership stake. Mm-hmm. He wants out. And not only does he want out, according to this story, he's taking some shots. Shots fired. He's taking some shots here. At the current ownership structure. He doesn't like the way it's structured. He says Pat's leadership is greatly missed. He says he doesn't like the way things are run through sources. Now, again, the Broncos issued a press release during the game basically saying they've spoken to John Bolin. They had a meeting a month ago, a committee meeting, and he's perfectly happy with his stake in the team. Nothing to see here. I find this extremely curious on both sides. Where is this headed? How long can this team possibly be in a trust? This trust thing. Remember when they first came out with it, the NFL said, we'll give you four or five years, and then you guys sort it out. Well, you know, four or five years is almost coming up here. What is the end of the road for Broncos ownership? This is a huge story in my world because I think this is the first piece to go. How do they hold it together now? If 35% of the team is sold to someone that's not named a Bowen, what happens to the rest of the team? Who controls the rest of the team? Can it be controlled by a trust for the next 50? I don't think it can. Someone's got to move in. I think the ownership situation in Denver is at a serious crossroads. And we saw how serious it was yesterday. One side of the family's talking to the media. The other side of the family's trying to wash it up. 
I look at this as if it's true, it's John Boland's way of forcing the sale to happen now. Because nobody's going to come buy his 30 to 35%. Why would you buy a minority stake? You don't get any voting capability. None. You can't run the team. None. So you, he, you're paying $700 million for to what? sit in meetings. Yeah. So, so someone no said, votes. well, why doesn't John Elway get his group together? My my take on that is John Elway can certainly get a group together to buy it. They have the money. But if you don't have a vested voting interest, there's no the reason. Point? There's no reason. But if you've got a 30 to 35%, and I don't know why they can't give us the actual answer, a uh, stakeholder who wants out, that gets the wheels in motion and starts things to happen. It, it, at that point, it becomes more and more and more dysfunctional with every passing day. And the sale is now, I, I think this is going to expedite things and, and, and start moving it down a path. It's been in no man's land for four or five years. And I also think it's curious, the leadership has been lacking. Who's that a shot at? Well, that's a shot at the trust well, and how it's run. Okay. And who's the trust? Joe. Basically, and Rich Slivka, and who was the late uh, Mary something? Mary Kelly, is that sound yeah, right? the yeah. attorney. Interesting. I found it interesting. Of course, I'm the only guy in town who doesn't think they're run perfectly. So, According to the Broncos in their press release during the game, John Bolin is not actively seeking to sell his interest, but he was recently approached by someone who expressed interest in his share of the team. Again, let me ask you something, just from a business practical standpoint. Why would you want interest in something you don't know where it's going to end up? Why would I want a minority interest in, right. in a team that I can't control? I have no votes at the table. Well, and you know the other 65 to 70% is going to be sold. You know that's going to happen. And you don't know who your business partner is going to be? You're going to spend $700 million to own 30% of a company when you don't know who's going to own the other 70%? Uh-uh. Ain't happening no freaking way. I think it's the biggest sports story of the year. And I think it's one of the bigger sports stories we've had in quite some time, only because it's going to get the ball rolling for a change of ownership. Well, I don't know when and I don't know how, but that is the first crack in the armor. And the change in ownership will impact the direction of this team. Of course it will. It always does. Decades. Of course it always does. For decades. If the wrong group buys it, the wrong person buys it, Bronco fans, that is bad news. Next hot take. It's HW's hot take. The Colorado Rockies are just dangerous enough to mess around and win the World Series. They are. They're boomer bust. They have been all year, but they hit the ball in the last few days that mattered. I'm not talking Saturday or Sunday. Neither of those games mattered. And they are just dangerous enough to screw around and win this whole thing. The Dodgers have so much pressure on them. If they don't win the World Series, it's a failure. The Nationals never win a playoff series, ever. And the Cubs won it last year. They went 108 years before that. They may go another 108 years. I know Wednesday's a crapshoot. I know it's a flip of the coin. If John Gray is great and Trevor Story decides to homer off Zach Granke like he's done so many times at Chase Field, they could get through. They could also lose. But if they get through on Wednesday, why can't this team win the World Series? Aren't they just irrationally confident enough to win a title? I think they are. And I think they're hot at the right time. And I think they're loose. And I think they are a baseball team that if they go to L.A. Friday night, five nights from tonight, and it's Tyler Anderson versus Clayton Kershaw, they're going to win that baseball game. They're going to beat the Dodgers, and then they'll either play the Cubs or the Nationals in the NLCS. 
I think right now this Colorado Rockies team, if they get through Wednesday, it's a big if, and we'll break it down in the next few days, they can win it all, no doubt. In my mind. I love their chances against the Dodgers. I love their chances against the Cubs. Last time they met the Nationals, not so hot. Here, there, they've always been good. Next hot take. It's Manchester's hot take. Nobody wins the Super Bowl. Nobody makes the playoffs on October 1st. So go ahead and pause with the celebration. Go ahead and pause with the tweets to me that I need to start eating crow. Broncos are 3-1. and What were they last year at this point? 4-0. Okay. Did they make the playoffs last year? They did not. Okay. So when they were 4-0 and last year, if anybody was pointing out some flaws, I'm sure they got laughed at. Uh, you know, nobody wants that. Nobody wants to look at things uh, critically when a team wins. I get it. Broncos won yesterday. It's the second straight game they've scored 16 points. That ain't going to get it done most weeks. Most of the time, you're not going to face an offense that is as inept as the Raiders. And wow, how about their decision to fire Bill Musgrave? Which I'm not a huge Bill Musgrave guy, but they fired Bill Musgrave to keep the great Todd Downing happy. Todd Downing's offense is awful. They didn't look so awful the first two games of the season. They went 15 consecutive third downs without converting one. It looked awful against the Broncos. It looked awful against the Redskins. But the first two games of the season looked pretty damn good. Remember, it's awful. Opponents change things. It's awful. The Broncos have scored 16 points the last two games. That ain't going to get it done most weeks. It's just not. And if not for a couple of drop touchdown passes yesterday... E.J. Manuel came in and looked pretty darn good. He did. He had two touchdowns dropped by Reed. He looked like the best quarterback on the field, better than Derek Carr. He, he was. He, I would agree with that. If they, if he catches those one of those passes, the Raiders need a field goal at the end to win it, and it's a whole different outcome. So go ahead and celebrate. Go ahead and send me the tweets. Go ahead and brag. You haven't won anything on October 1st. This offense has been exposed the last two weeks. And at some point, and at some point it's going to be real soon, is going to catch up to him. From Chris in Fort Fun, James is like my college roommate who bet on the Packers, but was so happy he was crying when the Broncos won. Either way, he claims victory. That is Manchester in a nutshell. Do you guys think they played well yesterday? They won. They played well enough to win. Do you think they played well no, yesterday? No, they played well enough to win, though. Do you think that performance did, that they had yesterday... Did, did would, you hear the answer to your question? ...would get them uh, very far in the playoffs? No, but do you think... Let me ask you this. Do you think the New England Patriots played well yesterday? No. Okay. Do you the think, AFC is wide open. I mean, it, it's one of those years, dude. It's one of those years. But but they, the Broncos won, the Patriots lost. Okay. So what's the issue here? That's all fine. The issue is there's problems with this team. Of course, and there's so, problems with every team. And so in six weeks when they're six and five and everybody's going, what the hell happened? I can sit here and go, hey, somebody just didn't drink the orange Kool-Aid and say all's fine. I'm spotting the problems. But you guys don't want to look at the problems. Nobody wants to look at the problems. Texture in Fort Collins doesn't want to look at the problems. They won. Yeah, we, it was great. We acknowledge awesome. the problems. We also cherish the win. You can do both. You can do both. It's called being human. You can acknowledge problems and cherish a win. It's very easy to do. You see, I'm doing it right now. Cherish. You're cherishing yesterday? Any win in the NFL is cherishable, yes. I cherish that win. How was that red zone offense yesterday? I'm telling you right now, you can do both. How was I'm going to teach you how to That's do good. both. How's McManus been since he signed that big deal? 
You don't have to wake up every day complaining about something. Careful, that's one of Vic's bro hug buddies. I know. So. I know. Can yeah. we point it out, or the yeah. fact that he misses a field goal every week is all good? It hasn't been good. He's struggled. I mean, it hasn't cost him a game. He you know has what? Struggled. The only game where he didn't miss a field goal is the one game they lost. So maybe if he misses one, they win. So what we do you want to do? We should say it's fine. You want to no, cut no, him? No, no, no. Everything you want to cut him? Everything should, no, but that, I'm just saying. That's always I your answer. I love these people. What's the alternative? I love these people. What's the alternative? Who continually rip these people yeah. up and down. What is your alternative? What's the alternative? Come with a plan. What's the alternative? I got your alternative at quarterback. He's All sitting right. on the bench. All right, good. We'll talk about that. 17. We'll discuss much more. You know what the problem with this world is? It's just, I, I agree with Richard Sherman. Richard Sherman and I... We could be twins. We are conjoined twins. I'll explain that theory next on the Vic Lombardi Show. Hot Takes has been brought to you by Sus Buick GMC, south of Mississippi on Havana in Aurora. Here's your chance to hang out with Scott Hastings and Julie Brahman. Every Thursday during their show, a lucky listener and a friend will have lunch with the host while hanging out in the studio. Presented by Garbanzo Mediterranean Fresh, the perfect balance of nutritious and delicious. Visit eatgarbanzo.com to find a location near you. It's Hanging with Hastings and Brahman every Thursday only on Altitude 950. Uh, bacon and eggs, bacon and eggs, bacon and eggs. Bacon and there's got to be something else to have for breakfast. For a fresh spin on breakfast, try Honey Smoked Salmon from the Honey Smoked Fish Company with your eggs or with an English muffin. It's full of omega-3s and protein, so you'll feel natural energy all day. Mmm. Tomorrow, Honey Smoked Salmon and pancakes. Honey Smoked Salmon from the Honey Smoked Fish Company, the ready-to-eat energizing superfood. Available at Costco, King Supers, Safeway, and Sam's Club. John Elway here. Nothing's better than being at home. The people of Colorado agree, and they trust American Financing for their home loans. They have helped tens of thousands of Coloradans. Now's the time to refinance. You can consolidate debt, pay off high interest rate credit cards, and save money each month. It only takes 10 minutes to pre-qualify, and you may close in as fast as 10 days. What makes me a fan? They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. Pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. American Financing has no upfront fees and will customize a loan program to fit your financial goals. The Better Business Bureau has given them an A rating. If you're even thinking about refinancing or purchasing a home, call American Financing today at 303-695-7000. This is John Elway. See what they can do for you before the rates go up. American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Buying or selling a home doesn't have to be stressful. Now there's a one-stop shop where they treat you right. Metro 21 Real Estate Group is taking the pain out of buying or selling a home. Lucas Akers and his team of agents are all over the Denver area, and they can help you save money. Why pay a 6% commission fee? With Metro 21 Real Estate Group, the total commission rate is as low as 3.99%. Call 303-430-HOME to find out how they can help you. Or check them out online at Metro21Homes.com to see the value of your home and to see what Lucas and his team can do for you. Whether you're looking for a home or selling yours, give them a call. It's Metro 21 Real Estate Group, 303-430-HOME. That's 303-430-HOME. Metro 21 Real Estate Group. And tell them you heard about what they have to offer on the radio. You know, one of the most popular trends now is custom tailoring for men. Yes, suits, custom 
tailored. There is nothing better. You look good. You feel good. You don't have to run all over town searching for the right suit for hours on end. At Icon Suits in Cherry Creek, they tailor suits, shirts, and coats custom to your size, your taste, and your lifestyle. Listen, I'm Vic Lombardi. I'm a small man. I need tailoring to fit my body. All within a reasonable price range, too. Browse and select the highest quality fabrics. Have your precise measurements taken by the wardrobe consultant. And soon, your handmade suit from Italy, mind you, is ready for one final perfect fitting. You look great because your suit is perfectly made to your body. Compliment your new suit with some custom shirts, new ties, and shoes. You're going to look good. You're going to feel good. Icon Suit Shop. Cherry Creek. IconSuit.com. Tell them Vic Lombardi sent you. The Altitude 950 traffic update. Significant delay on westbound I-70 here in the metro area. It is basically at a crawl between Airport Boulevard and Colorado Boulevard where there's an accident clearing off the left and center lanes. Traffic is brought to you by A Place for Mom. Westbound I-70 remains closed up in the high country between Georgetown and Eisenhower Tunnel due to a power outage at the tunnel. Vail Police saying westbound I-70 is reopened over Vail Pass. A Place for Mom connects you with a local advisor to find the right senior living solutions for your family. Call 1-800-272-8989. That's 1-800-272-8989. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. McCoy, now the thin secondary for the Raiders. Already without Conley and McGill, both inactive, sees Emerson go to the sideline. Here's the first down play. And trying to take advantage of it. What a catch! Oh, he catches it, spears it with one end, and Kirby finds the end zone. Hey, uh, check out my Twitter feed. That tweet just came across after you guys told me I can schedule tweets. I didn't know about that. It just literally seconds ago that tweet came across. <laughs> go ahead and read that tweet. I scheduled this tweet two minutes ago just to remind myself to take a shot at James Merrill at this morning. <laughs> so you figured out how to schedule yeah, tweets? Good. Now it's going to be a great reminder for me. If I need to remember something at a specific time, tomorrow, 1030, remember, yell at HW for something. Boom. I'll just tweet it to myself. Oh, that's pretty much every day. So That's outstanding. Now I forgot why I was going to take a shot at you. Just start talking. and. It'll oh, I'm back. sure you thought the Broncos played well. Oh, yesterday. they played horrifically offensively. I thought tra- you probably thought Trevor Simeon was terrific. Second half was outrageously bad. I mean, the, the the Raiders at one point late in that game had minus six yards in the second half, and the Broncos hadn't put them away. Hadn't put them no away. Doubt. That game should have been a route. Here's the question you need to ask yourself. Okay, as an ardent critic of number 13, you need to ask yourself this question because the play calling got very, very conservative. Oh, here we go. No, 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 no. Here's a legitimate question. No, is it, is no, it no, conservative? I'm put McCoy and Musgrave. No, no, listen. Is the play calling conservative because they're afraid of what 13 will do with the ball? Yes. Okay, Did you see that's the, the question the I asked. he threw up into traffic that turned into a catch yesterday? Yes. I mean, he made some decisions that were horrendous. And he, 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 none of them turned into a turnover. But you have but, to admit the play calling got very conservative in the second half, did it well, not? I don't know. I mean, when it, they had the ball in the red zone and they started pulling some, I mean, I was like, come it on, was 16 attack, to 10, attack. They, 16 to 10 with four and a half minutes left. They got the ball back. First thing they did was throw the ball deep to Manuel Sanders. That's not a conservative call. So at times, yeah, but we can't blame this on Mike McCoy. But see, according to you guys and according to fans, 
Trevor Simeon rolling to the right, chucking a wobbler up into the air, Lucky. up for grabs, and Lucky. it gets caught by a Bronco. I shouldn't bring it up because it, there's no interceptions on the Did you just team. hear what I said? I agree with you. That was a lucky play. It was ridiculous. But, but, but what you don't do is agree with the other side, though. You also, they won the game. Somehow, they won the game without any turnovers. Think about that for a second. He did not throw a single pick, although that should have been picked. Not one. Would you acknowledge that? Yeah, they okay. didn't turn the ball over. They, okay. were, they were lucky. Okay. They, they were lucky won to win. Let me ask game. you this. With Peyton Manning as their quarterback, what's the score of that game? With the way the Broncos' defense played? Which Peyton Manning? What? Pick the one that was feeble at the end. What's the score 16, of that game? 16-10. Oh, it is not. Sure it is. Come on, Vic. Sure it you is. You are... Sure it is. 16-10. Delusional. I'm not delusional. Your point is well taken, though. They should have won that game yesterday by 15-20. to 20. You could say that about every game. game the Panthers were up 30... 30 to 7. The Panthers were up 30-16 on the Patriots. You think in, in Carolina they're going, well, the Panthers should have won 50-16. to 16. They, they, they let them back in, Bill. Come on. It's the National Football League. But they have a finishing problem. Would you agree with that? No doubt about it. They have a finishing problem because they're up 24 to 7 on LA. And yesterday they're up 16 to 7. I mean, it's Manchester, so we get it. He's trying to, trying to push your buttons. What should the final score of that game been yesterday? Oh God, they should have had it done by halftime. It should have been the final score if everything had worked properly, maybe twenty-eight to six. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, the Raiders had one good play, one good drive, yeah. and one good play. No doubt. But you know what? <laughs> I'm not going to cry about it. I'm not going to cry about it. But to Manchester's point, to to pretend like there are not Who's issues. Pretending? Who's pre- but see, you guys are making crap up okay, now. Because a we lot of people say, issues. well, it doesn't matter the three and one. Doesn't matter that? the three and one. That? Who said that? Find it me on my Twitter feed. Oh, you got dummies then. You got well, dummies. The same people who tweet me listen to the show, so there are people who think there is Nobody, nothing to you see guys here. just make crap up. Nobody is sitting out there going, oh, Broncos are 3-1. and one. Here goes the Super Bowl. There's no issues. Nobody's saying oh, that. Well, I got you my, guys, you know what you guys, you guys are agenda driven. You make no, crap we're up. Not. For the, I yes, got my you, Trevor yes, Simeon 3, James Merrill at 1 tweet. Do you think Trevor Simeon won that game okay, yesterday? So you're mad at people for tweeting you. No, I'm not mad at people for tweeting me. I think people are silly for gloating when they're the Broncos are three and one and they're full of flaws and they've played the easy part of their schedule and are they gonna go six and ten? I don't know. I would probably lean toward no at this point, but I still don't think this is a playoff team. I don't. I don't think this team's any better than eight and eight, nine and seven. And you know what that is? An exact repeat of last year. It's Groundhog Day. It's a road to nowhere. Who's been saying that for months? There are no people out there that I speak to on a daily basis that suddenly think this team is devoid of all issues. They've got issues on both sides of the ball. Although defensively, it's tough to find anymore. Hey, how'd your boy Justin Simmons play yesterday? You take shots at him all year. He made a play. Okay, so give him credit. Great, he made a nice play. But you're so quick to jump him when he's not making plays. Give him some, come on, let me hear it. Fine, it It was a nice play. Let me me hear you say it. He made a really nice play. Thank you. That's what this turns into, though. Vic, you're going to be just like everybody else. (laughs) Because, no, 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 no. Well, you just started the show by saying, tell me, tell me that Trevor Simeon had a bad game. You're you're like, you're like people on Twitter, right? (laughs) Because I didn't like the move to get rid of TJ Ward, and I didn't think they should. Nobody, I didn't like the move either. Well, but according to you, I didn't like the move. I said Justin Simmons will never make a single good play as a member. And that was a ridiculous comment that you made. 
That's what that's what you act like I said. Yeah, but no, and you I didn't said, say that. No, but so you, just like I never said Trevor Simeon's going to throw zero touchdowns this year, and the Broncos are going to go zero and sixteen. So as soon as Justin Simmons makes a play, yeah. it's come at me because I didn't like the T.J. Ward move. You know who else probably didn't? John Bolin. What makes you think that the Peyton Manning we saw in his final season? who threw more picks per game in that final season than he did since his rookie year in the NFL, is any better than what you saw yesterday. What makes you think that? I watched, what makes you believe that? Okay. I watched him go 80 yards in two minutes at Arrowhead Stadium to tie a game. Okay. Have you ever seen that out of 13? I've have seen, you ever move, seen any, Have I've, you ever seen anything close to that? I, that Dallas game was pretty damn good. He put up some numbers in that Dude, Dallas he game. He threw a bunch of three-yard passes that turned into 18-yard completions because the, the running backs and the receivers ran so with do, the ball do you after know how, Do you know Come how the Broncos on. won that Kansas City game? Come on. But, uh, let me ask you, do you know how a they won? A fumble by Jamal Charles at the, the defense. defense. If so Jamal you, Charles, if, if the Broncos don't go 80 yards in two minutes, does the Jamal Charles fumble matter? No, it doesn't. He went 80 yards in two minutes to tie the game at Arrowhead Stadium. Find me a play or a time where 13 did that. And that was in his feeble final year because when he had to, when they didn't have him under center running Gary Kubiak and Rick Dennison's offense, he was fine. When he was trying to run that, he was terrible. Oh. And he was terrible behind a terrible offensive line, but nobody else gets those excuses, just Trevor. Rick Dennison's, Rick Dennison's offense tore up the Broncos' defense last week. Looked pretty good to me. How did it look yesterday? They won, but how did it look yesterday? Good enough. Oh, my God. You're going to... <laughs> Buffalo goes on the road and beats Atlanta, and you're going to criticize Rick Dennison's offense for How making his offense look yesterday. You are. I I I can't help you. Okay. I can't help you. You're, okay, so you're one of those guys that no, if you nothing, win, fine. nothing is rosy no, in your no, you're I can't. I mean, not only you're do you fine. have to win, you have to win with style points. No, no, you know what fine. you get style? I get style points for how I dress. They scored 16 Football offensive points. Football teams don't points. get style they points. They scored 16 offensive Either points. Either you win or they, you lose the game. I bet the mayor of Buffalo today is plotting the parade route because they scored 16 if offensive there is points. A, if there's a talk show host in Buffalo, New York, who is criticizing the Bills going into Atlanta and winning that game, I feel for that person. He's probably related to you. There's no way you can criticize you Buffalo like, going to Atlanta. Do you like Rick Dennison's offense? I'm telling you, though, your perspective on things. It's almost shameful at times. Yes or no question. Enjoy the win. Do you like Rick Dennison's They're offense? They're hard to come by. Understand that it comes with issues. This well, team no, has you, issues. Wait like a minute, every wait a team has you issues. You asked me a simple question. The simple question was, what did you see from Peyton Manning that made you thought he would have scored more than 16 points last year? It took me .5 seconds to come up with an answer, and now it's turned into Rick Dennison. That, uh, you don't because, want to brought up Rick Dennison. No, it was an example of how... Everybody gets excuses except for Peyton. I mean, Trevor, we already already blamed it on Mike McCoy's play calling today. That's what we've already blamed it on. They scored 16 points at home. How would you rate the Raiders' defense? On a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate it? How did David Carr play yesterday? Uh, he was probably in a booth. Derek, Derek Carr. Carr didn't play very well how either. Derek Carr play? How many, how, how would you rate the Raiders' defense? How would average. you rate it? Average. average. They yeah. scored 16 points at home against an average defense. Yeah, okay. One of those games. And an, and a defense that was depleted. One of those AFC games. West game. Where's, where's Bo? Let's bring Bo in. Let's AFC just start West spinning game. records. Cause here's our assessment today. Yeah, one of those games. One I of those can games. see now Rockies win the World Series. Manchester's going to come in the next day. Well, you know, they, they got lucky in the eighth inning. One, one, of, those, one of those games. I'm not going to the parade. They got lucky. Hey, I don't know why you guys should celebrate this. I mean, clearly they got lucky. Did you guys see that? Holland got lucky. What are we going to do? Come that, on. That's your life. The latest from the Zach Brown Band. Keep it right here on Outs 2950. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. 
Attention sports fans, you need to sell your house, don't you? It's that time of year. Sell it now before it gets cold outside. Troy Hansford and the Hansford Real Estate Team is the only agent you need to call to make you the following offer. He'll sell your home at a price and time you agree with, or he'll cut you a check for $5,000. Troy has an exclusive system for marketing homes that's been proven to get his clients the most money. Recently, using that system, he sold a house for ten grand more than what the owner thought it was worth. So give them a call today. No obligation, no high-pressure sales, no risk. 720-900-4433. That's 720-900-4433. Troy Hansford of the Hansford team. 720-900-4433. Hey, Vic Lombardi here. I love this time of year. Nothing better than lying in bed on a cool, crisp autumn night and drifting off to a quiet, restful night's sleep. But if you or a loved one has sleep apnea, sounds of snoring may be echoing throughout the whole house. CPAP is typically used as the first line of treatment for sleep apnea, but studies show up to 50% of people who have a CPAP machine don't even use it. Now there's a silent, mask-free treatment option available right here in Denver. It's called Inspire. Inspire is an implantable device that works inside your body with your natural breathing process. It delivers mild stimulation to keep your airway open, giving you and your partner the restful sleep you need. Inspire is FDA approved and currently offered at more than 100 leading medical centers across the country. Visit InspireSleep.com to learn more, review important safety information, and find a doctor who can help determine if Inspire is right for you. The freedom to sleep, like everyone else, is just a click away at InspireSleep.com. That's InspireSleep.com. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay, plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora. You're driving, minding your own business, then boom, you're rear-ended. Just another ordinary day for the insurance company, but not for you. You need to know your rights. You need the Bell and Pollock Legal Game Plan. Bell and Pollock's Legal Game Plan gives you the rules, so you have the legal strength to fight the insurance company. Bell and Pollock. Our legal game plan is designed to help injured victims just like you. Find us at championsofthepeople.com. That's championsofthepeople.com. Put our legal game plan to work for you. We'll help you. I ordered some Andro 400. I'm losing weight, too, around the belly really quickly. Some of the pants that didn't fit me, now they're falling off my hips. There's been a noticeable increase in energy. Then this stuff works. It does work. That's what Bill said after taking Andro 400 for a month. Now listen to what Richard says about Andro 400. I did a lot of research on it before I ordered it because I've tried other products in the past and they haven't worked. But I could not believe the difference literally within a month. Since I started taking it, I have lost 37 pounds. It was the belly fat. I could get weight off, but I could never get the tummy off. Now the tummy's coming off and I have more energy than I've had in 20 years. Guys, if you too want to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel 20 years younger like Richard, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. That's 888-400-0435. 
The Altitude 950 traffic update. Biggest delay here in the metro area is on westbound I-70. There's an accident blocking the left and center lanes westbound just after Colorado. Only the right lane getting by, backing up traffic to Tower Road. Traffic is brought to you by Amazon. Up in the high country, westbound I-70 is closed between Georgetown and the Eisenhower Tunnel, where there is a power outage in the tunnel. Amazon is hiring full-time associates for the night shift in Aurora. They're making on-the-spot job offers this week. Apply at Amazon.com slash Denver Jobs and Equal Opportunity Employment. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. Joel Dries and the Harvester will join us at 830. His thoughts on the Broncos' efforts yesterday. Jeff Hewson, AT&T Sportsnet. Discussing the Rockies as they uh, make their way to the desert. Wednesday night game against the Arizona Diamondbacks. God, I wish the game were like tomorrow. I wish wish you didn't have to wait two days. Well, the I, AL game's tomorrow. I know, I know. But why don't they just play both tomorrow? Because well, they'd have to stagger them. I mean, they're smart. They're not competing with Monday or Thursday night football. I get it. I know the reason. But for the Rockies, from the Rockies' perspective, I'd rather just play it sooner than later. Do you boys want to go? And I don't. I don't mean that as like just radio BS. I, I genuinely want to go, and I I want to pull the trigger on a flight today. If you what's boys it, are what's in. What's a flight cost? Uh, you can get there and back for about three hundred bucks. I just spent a ton of money to go deep in the heart of the South to watch a blowout college football game. So you don't want to go. I don't have the means nor the liver to make another boy's trip. (gasps) Are you going to set credential? No, the deadline has expired. I don't want to buy a ticket. Yeah, come on. Tickets are like 30 bucks. They're terrible. Dude, over there. Yeah, they don't even have. They couldn't sell out the NLCS in 07. It's a $30 ticket? Yeah. Do you remember the NLCS in 07? They couldn't sell that thing out. Dude, I lived in Phoenix. Comparing fan bases with Phoenix and Denver, I mean, it's not even close. Rockies need to, Rocky fans need to take over the ballpark. But I'm like genuinely into this. Like, if you guys want to go, I'll go. I'm not going. Why not? I have to work. I have a job. Here. Right. We'll take the red eye home and you can do the show on Thursday. It'll be tough, but you'll have been there. I took a red eye to get to the Broncos game yesterday, and I almost fell asleep during the game. All right. And not just because of the offense in the second half, James. Fill us in on this boys weekend. How'd this go? Well, we picked a game. We picked the game in Tennessee, Tennessee, Georgia. It was a complete blowout. But I can tell you this. 41 nothing. Yeah, it was a joke. Let me tell you something. You know how, James, you always make the, and it's a, it's a very, very true assertion when you bring it up. We're soft here in the media. Mm-hmm. We're pretty soft. Mm-hmm. SEC fans, when it comes to their football, they wanted to fight Butch Jones by halftime. Be glad, CU football fans, that you dodged the Butch Jones bullet. Do you remember Butch Jones almost taking that job in Boulder? Yeah, when he was hiding behind the food cart. He had accepted the job and basically used it as leverage to take the Tennessee job. The Denver Post broke the story that he was the new head coach at CU. Yep. And he decided, nah, I'm going to make more money at Tennessee. Boy, do they want him out of Dodge. He's such a dirtbag. You walk into the stadium, first of all, and I don't know what anybody's saying. It's hard. I mean, my, I'm being dead honest. I mean, you had to really listen closely. I don't know what language they speak. So I get into the stadium, and they're good people. Everybody's hospitable. Everybody's nice. They share their tailgate goods. Exactly. 107,000 
we did the whole checkerboard thing where people wore orange. I yeah. wore my Nuggets yellow jersey. That's nice of you. Yeah, that's totally as close to orange. In it at all. I'm colorblind. Everybody ignored, everybody that saw us though, because my buddies had Bronco jerseys on. Huge Bronco fans. You know why? Because Peyton, Peyton was there. The sheriff. The guy you think couldn't have scored more than 16 points yesterday. Peyton was honored at halftime. How many times are they going to honor the guy? Do they bring him out like every week? They should. That was the highlight the of the game. going on. It was the highlight of the game. The rest of the game was, there was a brawl that broke out right below us. You, you sent me the video. Yeah. Oh my God. You were near that? Yes, that was about 20 <laughs> rows down. <laughs> that was a good brawl. I'm telling you, you that was get back in, when I was still tweeting. You get into it with these SEC football fans. <laughs> it can get ugly. Yeah. And, and the song. Oh my God. If I have to hear Rocky Top one more time. Oh, jeez. All day long. This is all they do. This song all night. Even when they lose, they lost the game and they're singing this song. I'll bet, catchy. I'll, I'll bet there's some guy on a Monday morning show in Knoxville just saying, it's one game, guys. One game. They lost 41 nothing at home. <laughs> so what'd you do? <laughs> I oh, mean, yeah, yeah, Phil, a Phil Knoxville's a great town. Great college town. I mean, the hotties are just... Good eating? Uh, good drinking? You know, it's funny. Were you we out get, late? We got in there. I'm not even going to answer that question. Okay. We got in there, and uh, I said, Hot guys, days. I'm going to eat healthy. That's a terrible <laughs> idea. Did you order a salad? Oh, my God. You're in the South. You're no not going to eat healthy? No chance of eating healthy in the South. Zero. Zero chances. It's the average BMI in the uh, Knoxville area. Oh, my goodness. I tell you what, though, the women... They take, you know what, you know what they do? I think it's just a college at these co- But at these college football games in the Southeast, mm-hmm. the women dress up. Mm-hmm. They dress up for the games. It's, it's like, not just wearing sweatshirts, It's like right? sundresses yes, and stuff. Yes, they dress up. It's a nice tradition. The Nothing atmosphere that. at that game was just tremendous. Even in a 41 nothing blowout? Yeah. Yeah. And they party afterwards regardless. So you'll, you'll never see anything like that. In the, that's what I'll say. The Pac-12, people say, well, how's football in the Pac-12? You know, here's what I'll say. I've watched the CU-UCLA game. See how many empty seats in Pasadena in the Rose Bowl? The entire yeah. upper deck was empty. You know, USC games, empty. So you that, blew a golden opportunity. Washington, if you go to Washington, they'll sell out. But not all the time. The passion in the Southeast is far different than whatever we have here. It just is. I saw it with my own eyes. It's not even close. College football is religion. It means everything to them. It's all they have. Let's be totally honest. Let's be blunt. What else are you going to do in Knoxville? Buffs blew a fourth quarter lead. Yeah, you know, I was watching that game, and I fell asleep. What happened in the second half? Eh, you know, back and forth, but they were ahead with seven minutes to play, and they couldn't stop Josh Rosen. It just, you know, if you've got the lead in the fourth quarter on the road, you got to find a way to win. It got, or at home. It doesn't, I read, doesn't I read the game report where they had a touchdown called back due to holding. Was that a blatant hold? You know my feeling on holding. They, I think they need to outlaw holding. You, you, call call it every play. you call it on every play. I think it's a bogus. See, that, that's a win the Buffs notched last year. Exactly. Those are, those are games they win. Yes. They find a way to win. Yes. Now their schedule gets rough. Still got to play USC. Yes. Still got to visit Wazoo. Yes. There's so Utah, Utah at Utah. It's going to be tough. It's it's going to end up being a, one of those seasons where like, eh, that was a pretty major step backwards. Well, and what is the issue with the Buffs right now? Because we have these grand expectations for Steven Montez, right? Is he not living up to it? Is it because they lost so much on defense? I mean, I have to admit, I'm more removed from the Buffs than you two are. But what is the issue right now? 
a consistency on offense. They'll look good on one play. You know, he'll he'll find a way to make a play, and then two straight plays they get no yards, sure, or two yards, and and the and the series breaks down. Well, they can't protect him seen. very well. Yeah, he, up, he, he's, up front, they're getting beat up front, yeah. and it's on both sides of the ball because yeah. they they also are giving up big chunks of yardage defensively. Um, I mean, they're they're giving up something like six point three yards per play. Um, in their two Pac-12 games, if you're giving up mm-hmm. 6.3 yards a play, you're not going to win. I but mean, again, the difference between what we have here in the Pac-12 versus the SEC, you know, Butch Jones has gone nine and four a couple years in a row, right? He's got a winning record this year. Those fans want him out tomorrow. They want him out today. Well, and that's the that's the proper response. But the Buffs' offense was supposed to be explosive. They have great wide receivers. They have a really good running back. I think Montez can spin it pretty well. They can't protect him. Mm-hmm. So none of the skill position players matter if you can't protect the quarterback. Yeah, but the problem is he spins it when the play breaks down. That's his best weapon. He's good at making a play when the play breaks down. They need someone who can make a play when the play's actually working. I think if he has a pocket, he can throw it. He doesn't have a pocket very often, Vic. He's, he's constantly running for his life. And I do think he takes off a little too early at times. This is from a CSU fan, obviously, on the text line, 1203. The bus needed a couple OPI calls if they wanted to win that game. <laughs> well played. Uh, let's see here. Two drop TD passes and a stupid fake field goal. What happened on the fake field goal? I don't know. Okay. I was uh, playing Golden Tee Saturday night. Those late night games when you're on the East Coast, because that game started at 10.30 East Coast time after a day of imbibing in Tennessee. Yeah, were you still coherent? you got to understand how difficult it was to watch that game. I mean, Bryce Bobo, the pictures in the paper today, he dropped a touchdown. I don't know who dropped the other one. They say two drop TD passes. That's not good. But it's it's what they did last year was make those kind of plays. So if CU wins that game by a point, are you going to sit here today and say, oh, they got problems? Well, I would sit here and say, hey, you you got to make – Better decisions with your special teams calls. You can't drop passes. You can't give up 14 sacks thus far. I mean, yeah, there, there's still things to fix. It's a hell of a lot more fun to fix things after a win. I get that. But if they'd have won that game by a point, I wouldn't have just acted like everything was rosy. We're going to get to the text line when we come back. They have not played very well since the Pac-12 title game. I mean, even their three wins this year, they did not play well against CSU. Still one, by the way, Fort Collins guy. Um, they did not play well against Texas State. They did not play well. Who's the other game? Northern Colorado. Northern Colorado. They they struggled. I mean, those games were were closer early on than they needed to be. They haven't played well. They haven't played well. It's a seven game stretch where they haven't really played well. They're three and four in those seven games. Well, I'm not happy. I'm telling. If you want to be well received as a Bronco fan, I know it's a bye week. If you want to be well received, take your Bronco orange and visit Knoxville. They love. Bronco fans in Knoxville. Peyton is the Messiah. Love everybody down in there, other than Butch. Jones. That's a good point. Enough to drink. You love everybody. Great whiskey bars. Seven fifty nine. You got the Vic Lombardi show. Altitude nine fifty. Denver's all sports station. Coming up tonight, the Nuggets continue their preseason with a showdown against the Lakers. Tip off is at eight thirty. With the pregame show getting underway at eight oh five. The voice of the Nuggets, Jason Kosminski, will be on the call. KKSE, Parker, Denver. Every day you get better. You push yourself. You go hard, hard, hard. This is the home of your Denver Nuggets. Altitude 950. I love it. Denver's all-sports station. Altitude 950. Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. 
know what that tells me? Just a good run, handoff there. Second and two, and it's Anderson. Inside the 40, Nelson. Nelson ends the run, but it's a big one. It's 40 yards on the ground for C.J. Anderson. Broncos are 3-1, second place in the AFC West. Only one undefeated team left, and that is Kansas City. Wow, only four weeks in, only one team with a perfect record. Text line 30933, the Ring Pro Partners text line 30933. If you want to call the show, feel free. We had a lot of calls last week. Love it when people call the show. We will take your calls. We will accept your calls. And they're not even collect calls. They are free of charge on the hotline. 303-753-0950. 303-753-0950. How do you walk away from that Broncos victory yesterday? Are you like most of us who understand the NFL is a week-to-week league and you take a win whenever you get it? Or are you of the Manchester persuasion and the end of the world is near? Because they won a game without the offense clicking. Here we go. From the text line. Manchester, are you going to complain if the Rockies win Wednesday one nothing because their offense didn't look good? Quote. Answer that question. It won't make me feel great about their chances against the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. If they win one nothing and get one hit and score on two walks in an air, would you be would it be proper to say all right, hey, great, they won, they're advancing, but, man, their bats got to heat up. Or would that? Or should we just not say it? This is from Jason. All I know is I took my dad to that game yesterday, and after spending 250-plus, we both walked out of the stadium with smiles on our faces. That's good for you. They scored a touchdown with 8.15 to go in the first quarter. They scored nine points the rest of the way. From 8.238, I'm just waiting for the part of the show where James is sharply critical of Ice Cream, The Beatles, Brian Cranston, and Jesus. 53 minutes and 15 (laughs) seconds, they scored nine points. Okay. Christ, James, this text says, it's okay to defend Montez because he's got a crappy O-line in front of him, but Trevor, according to PFF, was pressured on 58% of his dropbacks, most in the NFL by far, and he needs to be benched for Brock? Two weeks in a row, they've scored 16 offensive points. I didn't realize that he was pressured more than any quarterback in the National Football League. Hang on, let me add that to the list. Let me add that to the list. It is. Would you uh, acknowledge at least? Listen, I know on, we're not going to win this argument. McCoy. With you. Let's go ahead and put Musgrave in there. Would you acknowledge that the right tackle position needs to be addressed sooner oh, than later? Line. Yeah. Who was the guy who said their right. offensive line wasn't vastly improved this year when everybody was telling me all the reasons are going to be good? Oh, they went and got Menelik Watson. He brings some nasty. I mean, find me the article that anybody in this town has has written that that questioned these moves. It was just, oh, they got some nasty now. Ooh, look, they got in a fight in training camp because they got some nasty now. What a joke. The coach had to tell him to get in a fight in practice. Give me a break. What do they do about the right tackle situation? See, here well, what's we try the to solve. What's the, let's not criticize Menelik Watson because what's the alternative? Well, that's, that's it's, certainly the not, it's, it's, cer- it's certainly not Stevenson. That's the theme of this show. <laughs> it's certainly not Stevenson because they put him in the game and – Trevor almost got killed. So what is the alternative? If if Stevenson, let me ask you this: Why is Stevenson on the team? I don't know. He's terrible. I don't know. But did you watch Atlanta yesterday? Tyson Brylow's not any better. That guy's a turnstile in Atlanta still. But if you if you're considered a swing tackle and you replace one guy who gets hurt for a couple plays, and the first play you're in with help on your side, you give up a sack. He's a swing, all right. That thing just swings wide open for Khalil Mack. 
He, he's awful. Did we ever ask uh, your guy Peter about Joe Thomas? We had him on. Mm-hmm. Is that still a thing? Is that still a possibility or is that dead? Because they have to make a move, like you said. They have to do something. What, are you mad I'm still on that oh, no, train? I just, I just don't know how you make that, that deal happen at this point. I, I don't know. Very rare are deals made midseason in the NFL. How often do pro bowlers get okay, traded well then midseason in defy the NFL? The, defy what's just, normal. I'm Why does it matter? You, it's not going to happen. It's It's not. It's not going to happen. Okay, so you ask for solutions. I offer a solution. I get told it's not going to happen. The best okay. quarterback on the Broncos roster held a clipboard all day yesterday. Swag Kelly? He did. And now, that, that's, okay. again, that's a little bit like being the skinniest kid at fat camp. Mm. But Brock Osweiler's the best quarterback on this roster. So you would bench hold Trevor on, Simeon at 3-1 for Brock Osweiler? You're not going to bench him at 3-1. I get on. that. But I'm saying hold you on. would if you were in charge. If I wanted to play the best guys, I would play Brock Osweiler. Wow. Yeah. He's a better quarterback than Trevor Simeon. Is he better than Deshaun Watson? No, he's not better than Deshaun Watson. I said the best quarterback on the Broncos roster. When's the last time the Texans scored 57, by the way? Never. It was the most points wow. in franchise history. Wow. That's all I have to say is wow. I picked Tennessee. No, so no, did I, I did get that one right. I picked Houston. Sorry. Why would it, it take one of the Bill four I got right? How could it take Bill O'Brien that long to because recognize that's what coaches do, man. Special. They go with the safe route. They go with the safe route. Let's go with the vet. Stevenson went in for one play, got burned, and then got benched, according to the text. I thought he had two plays in there. Uh, this is from Caleb. James, you do realize there's an offensive line issue across the NFL, along with quarterbacks. A good tackle, not easy to find. Oh, well, then let's just throw up our hands, Vic. I mean, a, a good tackle is not easy to find, so let's not worry about it. It's not easy to do, so it's fine. You know what? You know what else isn't easy? It ain't easy to win in the SEC, so why are these Tennessee fans upset? That ain't easy. I couldn't even imagine your scorn for the Broncos today had they lost the game. That ain't I mean, easy they, to do. HW, they they did win, right? They are three and one at the bye. Yes. They did win, right? Yeah. Correct. Mm-hmm. Did I just did I watch? Did I have a dream? What was I watching? But it was it was disgusting. It was gross. It was ugly. I mean, was yesterday pretty in what, any what, sense? It, what was every game in the Super Bowl season? How would you describe pretty much every offensive performance? I don't season? know. The Green Bay game that year was awesome. Okay. Remember when I was asking, me, hey, why, give me evidence that Peyton Manning would have done better. How about that game? How about the Kansas City game at home? Yeah, when he was hurt. When he had a bad foot. Trevor played six games hurt last year. Oh, my God. Oh, hang on. Let me put that down. Huh? I'm just saying. You, hurt. You can't say winning ugly isn't fun when that's how they won a Super Bowl. I mean, last year when I said, hey, he can't even throw a 45-yard Hail Mary, what was the excuse I got from everybody, HW? He was hurt. This okay. is a team that so, won a Super Bowl by winning ugly, and you guys are telling me today after an ugly win that it's not acceptable. Get over yourselves. So, so uh, he couldn't throw that because he was hurt. Is he is he healthy now? Because last week he could, didn't have enough arm strength to throw the ball away and get it out of bounds. It turned into an interception. But I thought I thought he had a cannon now that he's healthy. Uh, did, did I miss something here? Well, what's 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 wrong? Now, getting back to your point, if you think that's going to repeat itself, then you're not paying attention to history. History suggests that the mediocre quarterback with a great defense is an aberration mm. that wins the Super Bowl. It's an aberration. It's happened like 10% of the Super Bowls. They played 51 of them. That well, ain't normally the formula. Remember so how you can said, bet on that or remember, I'll take the 90%. Oh, hold on a second. Remember how you said the best quarterback normally wins the game? Because you said that on Friday. You said it on Thursday and Friday. You said the best quarterback will win the game. Let's take a look at yesterday's game, shall we? Let's see if the best quarterback won every game. Because I saw a lot of games where the inferior quarterback found a way to win. 
Because guess what? It's a team game. And that's how you win in this game. Maybe not championships, but it's how you win during the regular season. The teams win. Who's the better quarterback in that, uh, shall we start with the Eagles-Chargers game? That's a coin flip. Uh, probably Carson Wentz at this point. So, so you're taking Carson Wentz over Phil Rivers. James I just want to make sure that's Vic. One. Okay. Yeah. Jets, Jaguars. Who's the better quarterback? Mortals or who the hell is the Jets quarterback anyway? McNown. Okay. Two nothing, James. Mc... Okay, you're going to take him as your better quarterback. All right. Over uh, Blake Bortles? Okay, I'm just saying, I think that's a push. Dude, Blake Bortles isn't going to win that competition against 31 other guys in the league. So, yes, I'm good. Oh, really? The Jags lost. There's a shock. Bills, Falcons. Uh, there's one for you. Matt Ryan's a better quarterback. Broncos, Raiders. Well, he didn't play for I, most of the game, I, so that's a push. Come on, man. He didn't play. He was in the, he was, he was in the locker room getting an MRI. The game, the game was over when, <laughs> see what I'm saying? It's it, 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 it going. Well, that, that was pretty good. That, that comes good. off the, the board. The, the, no, it doesn't come off the board. It does too come off the board. Texans, Titans. I think Deshaun Watson's the better oh, quarterback. Well, because he won the game, he's the better quarterback, right? No, he's the oh, better okay. quarterback. Okay, so because he won that specific game, he's better than Mariota. If I had asked you which quarterback you'd take before the game, you'd have taken Mariota. But you're, your rules change. No, they don't. And I, I picked Houston. Dak Prescott or Jared Goff? I'd take Goff. Real, oh, because they won the game, right? No. Yeah. No. yeah uh-huh. I said Goff oh, was such ex- BS, dude. I, said, I mean, I, I played this Dak game Prescott all day. Was such was exposed BS. when he was here. Cam Newton, Tom exposed. Brady. Which one won an MVP Cam most Newton, recently? Cam Newton, Tom Brady. That's another point for me. See, <laughs> listeners, you know what I do. I mean, it's just, he was the MVP just, two years ago. You know, it's just not. It's it's a fruitless attempt. Great. No, it's, it's four to two. It's four to two. I'm not even gonna go. I'm, I'm, gonna go. I'm teasing you about Cam, although that's not that big of a, a lopsided victory. He did win the MVP in 2015. Aaron Rodgers or Mike Glennon? Oh yeah, let's see. Let's go, Aaron Rodgers. On the text line, Vic is a saint for putting up with Manchester on a daily basis. Hey, why do you think I have to periodically go to the SEC hey, let and, me ask and, you this and one. golf myself in whiskey? Let me ask you this one. Drew Brees or Jay Cutler? Why do you huh, think I have Drew to Brees, leave there's the a point parts for James. unknown, just take off, that was a good one. and just drink How heavily? about this one? Big Ben or Joe Flacco? Boy, you, you skip some obvious That's what I do. There, is Vic. I, just, I leave the you, premises. You skip some that didn't make your point. I mean, huh. when, when I bring up, when hey, I say... How about this one? Mm-hmm. Matt Stafford or Case Keenum? Another mm-hmm. point for James. It's now 8-2. to two. How'd you do in your picks this week? Uh, let's look at this one. Bengals, Browns. Hey, Who's James, the better quarterback? James, how'd you do in your picks? Don't change the subject. I'm just Because you know what? I'm beating your butt for the season. Hey, HW, how did you do his picks this week? Well, he hasn't updated the standings well, on how the did, window How yet, did he so. do, though? Did well, he have a was... winning record or a losing record? I know I was 11-3, and three, so that's all I care uh, about. Mm-hmm. Andy Dalton or Deshaun Kaiser? Nine to two. Mm-hmm. Let's just keep going. Sure. I mean, boy, this was a, really a great point you made. Russell Wilson or Jacoby Brissett? Russell Wilson, Carson Palmer, or Brian Hoyer? Carson Palmer. Hey, here's one for you. Let's go ahead and point. Let's go ahead and point this one out. I would actually take Eli over Jameis, but it's close. But I'll give it to you because this is a route. When we come 11 back, eleven to three. When we come back, why Manchester wants Santa Claus to go on a diet? Man. What? Why Manchester joke. wants Santa to go vegan? There's holes in his theories. How did my theory work? Look at the check marks. How'd you do this week? Holy cow! How'd you do this week? How was your overall record? I should have stuck with. I should have stuck with what my was your policy. Record? I should have stuck That's with what my I policy. Thought. You got the Vic Lombardi show. Eleven to three. You went Woo. four and seven. 
Altitude 950, Denver's All Sports Station. Here's what you missed on the latest Mark Mosier Show. The expert analyst on Altitude Television for your Colorado Avalanche. It is our good buddy Peter McNabb. You know they're going to be young. Oh my goodness gracious. Just looking around that locker room today, uh, there are so many young guys that are going to be big parts of this franchise, and but they're they're just young. But I I really think they want to establish an energy and a and some things because it's not going to be easy crawling out of where they were last year to all of a sudden getting into a playoff spot and stuff like that. It's just simply not that easy. Mark Mosier, every weekday afternoon, 1 to 3, only on Altitude 950. Picture your home with new windows, new siding, and a new sunroom. This fall, you can save on all of them. It's here, the Champion Fall Season Super Sale, which means you get 30% off new Champion windows, 25% off siding and sunrooms, plus 60 months low interest financing. Every American-made Champion window is installed using expert craftsmen and features their Comfort 365 glass. Champion's exclusive limited lifetime warranty covers the frame, the glass, the hardware, and the installation. Plus, Champion is the only window company I personally endorse. Book your free in-home estimate now at GetChampion.com. Once again, that's GetChampion.com. Falling prices. They're going to have your energy bills falling year-round and have you falling in love with your home again. Once again, 30% off new windows, 25% off siding and sunrooms, huge savings today on Champion products guaranteed for life. So drop the rake and visit GetChampion.com. Fall is the perfect time of year to get your house painted inside or out. And do it with the company celebrating their 25th anniversary, Serta Pro Painters. Hurry to get on Serta Pro's fall painting schedule before the colder weather arrives. For a free estimate, call 1-800-GO-CERTA or visit CertaPro.com. And that's Serta with a C. Free estimates, high-quality paints, color consultations. Find it all with Serta Pro Painters. Each Serta Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated. Serta Pro Painters. We do painting. You do life. John Elway here. Nothing's better than being at home. The people of Colorado agree, and they trust American Financing for their home loans. They have helped tens of thousands of Coloradans. Now's the time to refinance. You can consolidate debt, pay off high-interest rate credit cards, and save money each month. It only takes 10 minutes to pre-qualify, and you may close in as fast as 10 days. What makes me a fan? They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. Pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. American Financing has no upfront fees and will customize a loan program to fit your financial goals. The Better Business Bureau has given them an A rating. If you're even thinking about refinancing or purchasing a home, call American Financing today at 303-695-7000. This is John Elway. See what they can do for you before the rates go up. American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Now, there's a morning newscast that moves at the speed of death. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. I'm Megan O'Hara. And I'm Kirk Yockey, bright and early. And gives you an edge all day long. New details overnight. New this morning. Breaking overnight. Get your morning moving with Megan O'Hara, Kirk Yonke, Pinpoint Weather with Greg Dutra, and Time Saver Traffic with Sam Boyd. Still looking at some slow speeds out there. On the Fox 31 Morning News, starting at 4.30 Monday. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. All lanes reopen westbound I-70 up in the high country and behind a crash here in the city at Colorado Boulevard. Still slowing starting around Tower Road. Traffic is brought to you by Applebee's. It's a slow drive on northbound I-25 this morning. Stop and go between Castle Pines Parkway and Yale. Try Applebee's, two for 20, to get full-size entrees and an appetizer to share, all for only 20 bucks. 
No time to dine. Order online and pick it up with CarSide to go. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Boy, did Oakland need that, Tim. You're going to see a switch. Look at how tight this split is between these two. Now watch what happens as they get off this release. As they go up, you're able to drag that safety and put him in a one-on-one situation. And Holton up on Stewart and just runs right by him. And it's just that deep corner route we saw earlier by Thomas. And what a throw over the shoulder. And I'm going to tell you a secret to that play. Watch the running back if we can show that after this. Derek Carr, he's out of the slump, and so is Tom Downing. He's running even faster than his quarterback. I'm uh, I'm sweet and sour on Tony Romo. I I absolutely love the information he spouts. I learn a lot, right? You watch a game, you learn listening to Tony Romo. I just think after a couple years of doing this, he'll learn to adjust the volume button. Coming out of a timeout, and he's yelling. Like, you don't like yelling. his energy? Well, no, I love his energy. But there's different ways to display that energy. You don't have to yell. Everything's yelling. I mean, Jim Nance is sort of Mr. Calm, and Tony's just going crazy. I mean, John Madden, was he energetic or not? Oh, yeah. No he doubt. Didn't, he didn't yell. John Gruden, he doesn't yell. Do you understand the difference? Mm. You can get you, you can be energetic. Look at me. I'm energetic. Look at the, and then you go like this, and then, yeah, look at that. He was like going crazy. I think it's a little trendy to hate on Tony Romo I'm not right now. Hate- <laughs> I'm not hating on him. I'm offering some selective critique. I think he's the best color commentator. No in doubt about it. Chris Collinsworth, Tony Romo, one two. What's your alternative? <laughs> I don't know what the alternative. I'd love is. to see Simeon in the booth. <laughs> you and me both. That'd be good TV. <laughs> you, you know, both. I saw uh, la- yesterday after the game, Jim Nance uh, and uh, Tony Romo came down. I was in the hallway and I and I spoke to Jim Nance a little bit. He, every time he's in town, he makes an effort to go up and visit with uh, Mr. Vickers, Jack Vickers at uh, Castle Pines. They're very good friends. And um, I was just talking to Jim as he's walking and saying, hey, broadcast is sounding good. You know, and you and Tony seem to have a good vibe going. Uh, I'm, I'm sure you got to calm him down a little bit. And he gave me one. Uh, yeah, sometimes I do. You know, I could see them in the booth. I could see Jim sort of holding Tony down saying, all right, let's just. Well, here, here's the problem. 99% of the viewers love what Tony Romo brings, as do I. There will come a time, and remember remember me saying this today. All right, remember this. It's October 2nd. You're going to hate me for saying it now. There will come a time when you're going to tire of Tony Romo predicting the play. Why? You will. Just trust me on that. There will come a time where you just want the play to unfold rather than the color analyst saying, watch out for this on the – you just want to watch it yourself. Oh, no, I I think his inside is unmatched. I like when he calls the play. I think it's cool. I know what to watch for on the Just play. Just remember, write this down. Give yourself a reminder tweet. Okay. One month from now. Schedule it. All right, I'm tired of Tony calling and predicting every play. A month from now? Yes. Vic's kind of the guy that goes up to Justin Berliner and says, there'll come a time. <laughs> you know what? tire of Kate Upton. And and that's that's fact. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> you, <laughs> you want me to go down that road? <laughs> Oh, man. The bottom line is he's brilliant, and everybody gets it. He played in the league for 14 years. He knows what's coming. He does a great job. He's instructional. He's informative. I love everything about what he brings to the booth. Just tone it down one notch, one octave, and don't tell me everything. I want to watch some of it. 
There was my, my criticism of Tony Romo is actually on the other side. Mm-hmm. There was a point in the second quarter where, where I thought CBS was having technical difficulties because they kept having these long stretches where nobody said anything. Like Jim Nance pauses, waiting for Tony to say something, and he just well, doesn't talk. Probably Jim's couldn't say, couldn't get a word in, so he had to wait for a while and didn't know what to do with all the free time. They just don't have that rhythm of like knowing yeah. when to talk and when not to talk. That, that was the only thing time. I thought was quirky. That comes but with time. I, I thought he was fine. Uh, Richard Sherman said something after the game that uh, after his team beat Indianapolis last night. By the way, that game, I can't believe Indy was leading at the half. What did Seattle, like 36 straight points at one point in yeah, the second half? 15-10 Indy at half. Uh, eliminators got wiped yesterday. That yeah. would have that would have been a nice cherry on top. So Seahawks running back Chris Carson goes down with a nasty injury. Everybody saw it. And after the game, Richard Sherman said, you know what? I'm tired of people letting us know when a guy goes down and being more concerned about your fantasy team than the guy himself. And you know, there's a, there's a certain part of that that is dead on true. That's another reason why I dislike fantasy football. People, when there are injuries in the NFL, it's made us, it's made us almost robotic. Oh, get up. You, you, get up. I, I need you for my fantasy team. Come on. You're fine. I need you. I even heard that at times. I've heard that from people. You forget that they're human beings playing football and they have devastating injuries and you're more concerned about your fantasy team? Really? I am in Richard Sherman's corner when it comes to that. He is spot on. Another reason I despise fantasy football. If it, it, then A third reason is it's turned everybody into Manchester. If you don't produce numbers, you're no good. It's all oh, about okay. numbers. Nope, no, it's all about let me add if that. you don't have let numbers, you suck. fantasy football, another thing to blame for why Trevor is If your if your position doesn't produce numbers, you suck. According to fantasy football. Right? Is that right or wrong? It, that's how you win in fantasy yes. football is you gotta produce and, and numbers. And what it's Correct. carried over to how you root for specific teams and players. It has. Like it or not, it has. Well yeah, and I, it's I have no reason to root for I don't know, pick a guy, Todd Gurley, except if he's on my fantasy team, now I will. By the way, how about the Rams going into Dallas and taking it to the Cowboys? The Rams are 3-1, and one, boys. They look good. I mean, it's one of those weird years, and we talked about it earlier. Who's good in the NFL? Who's genuinely good? That's a good question. That's a really good question. That's the beauty of the game, and that's why I'm telling you to calm down. There is no team. Like, in years past, I'd say, oh, these three teams, is going to be tough to beat. I can't identify three teams. I can't. I can't either. I cannot identify three teams as the teams to beat. Are the Chiefs the best team in the NFL? I don't know. I I can't believe a team quarterbacked by Alex Smith is the best team in the NFL. I just can't wrap my my mind around that. Let me ask. I'll just go through these. Take take the Broncos, the Broncos that Vic can't find a flaw with. Um, do they go into Pittsburgh and win in the playoffs? No, I don't know. Oh come on, you don't know? You think this team could win in Heinz Field right now? Why not? They in lost January? five of their last six road games with Trevor Simeon at quarterback. I, I don't know. It's the fourth week of the season. I, I need to see some more football. Do they go into Kansas City and win? I don't know. In I need to see January. some more football. Probably not. Um, do they go into New England and win? As bad as New England's been at home this year, do they go into New England and win? Uh, New England's lost two home games already. When's the last should time have lost happened? three. I mean, they, they really should yeah, be one yeah. and three. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to call it a coin flip. Do they go into Houston and win? Coin flip. Hey, I'm going to say this about the Broncos. Their, their schedule 
after the Giants game, because let's be honest, the next two weeks are buys. All right? They got a bye week. Careful. And then a, Right, they're going to beat the Giants. Careful calm, in the calm, NFL. Calm down. Everybody said the Jets calm, were going to go in 16. Calm, they're 2-2. Two two. They're going to beat the Giants, and they're going to beat them pretty handily. All right, so then you got the Giants, and they'll be 4-1, and one, and then three straight on the road. They can easily come back 4-4. Four and four. Easily. I can see you. They can lose all three of those road games. Well, Philly is definitely a, a game that's going to be. I don't know about the Chargers game. Well, the Chargers could be 4-0, oh, man. Chargers stink. The Chargers, they barely beat the Chargers at home to start the season. What, what makes you think they can go into L.A. and win that game, man? Oh, come on. Broncos haven't beaten a team that's above 500. Um, they haven't beaten a team. Let me register that for a second. They haven't. The only, the only above 500 team they played, they lost to. Buffalo is 3-1. But two of those losses, they made dude, teams they're, they're, Yeah, they're five hundred games in. You can them. say that about is any a team. a statement of fact or is it not? Okay, but I can say that about every team. Have man. they beaten a team that's above five hundred? <sighs> no, they haven't. They've played one team that's above five hundred, and they lost. Do you think Dallas is all that good, or is Dallas pretty mediocre? Mediocre. Okay. Do you think the Raiders, after watching them the last two weeks, are all that good, or are they pretty mediocre? I don't know. I can't put, I can't put a finger on the Raiders because... One week their offense looks unstoppable, and then the next week they can't even give some credit to the Broncos' defensive line. By the way, you've seen what they've done to these they've opposing been running backs. They've been amazing. How does, the run. by the way, how does that is is Pecco the reason? Is one guy essentially? I don't know. You know the guy that you love to hit on, Adam Gotsis. He's been you great. hammered him. He's, He's been had great. A great bounce. He really back has. Season. He really great. has. You know where the, where the Raiders messed up yesterday? They needed to get Marshawn Lynch out of the game because the way you attack the Broncos is make their middle linebackers cover running backs out of the backfield, mm-hmm. and Marshawn Lynch is the You're threat. exactly right. The other running back had much more success than he Marshawn. Did. He did. Even the big, huge, yeah. fat guy, when they would throw him the football, was at least a threat. Marshawn, did, he was he looked there, awful. There was nowhere to go. Nowhere to go for Marshawn Lynch. But he was, he was not good and not effective carrying the football, and he's no threat in the passing game. That was a major miscalculation by Todd Downing. Nuggets on television tonight, sports fans. You can watch the Denver Nuggets against the L.A. Lakers tonight on free TV, on Altitude TV, 8.30 start. Do you see the see the Nuggets against the Warriors by chance? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's a great win. We got that Paul game. Millsap looked, looked awesome. Right here on Altitude 950 as well. Oh, that's right. I work for a radio station here as well. My fault. Cos will be on the call. <laughs> Wait, are you doing TV tonight? Uh, no, I'm doing Wednesday's game, though. Is that why you're wearing your turtleneck? I'm doing Wednesday's game. What, wait, they played the Lakers twice? It, yeah. At the Lakers tonight? At the Lakers Wednesday? Different venue on Wednesday. It's a smaller arena. I can't remember where, you but it's not that's a quirky time. schedule. You know what we lead into a week from today? What's that? The uh Game 3 of the NLDS will be here. We lead into Abs Bruins, 1035 pregame. By the way, if you listen to 950 now, there's... You're going a half hour late? <laughs> Probably. There are other radio shows you hear during the course of the day. We have a new, um, don't we have a new family that we welcomed in today? Yes. Yeah. Fox Sports Radio. Yeah. So you had Clay Travis on before us. Indeed. And then at nighttime, do we know who that is? Oh, some guy. Bunch of guys from Fox Sports Family, but it's good radio. It really yeah. is. I was listening to Clay on the way in. He was very interesting. When we come back, um, thoughts on what the Nuggets did. And I know it's just the preseason opener. The Harvester will be with you too. I get it. And Joel Dreesen on what the Broncos did and what they will do next on Altitude 950. 
chance to hang out with Scott Hastings and Julie Brahman. Every Thursday during their show, a lucky listener and a friend will have lunch with the host while hanging out in the studio. Presented by Garbanzo Mediterranean Fresh, the perfect balance of nutritious and delicious. Visit eatgarbanzo.com to find a location near you. It's Hanging with Hastings and Brahman every Thursday only on Altitude 950. This is John Elway. I joined the American financing team for one simple reason. They look out for homeowners in Colorado. They're solution providers and will take the time to understand your goals and objectives. Your needs may not be the same as your neighbors. Here's something I appreciate. They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. That's different than most of the other guys. Pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. It's called responsible lending, and that's what drives the culture at family-owned American financing. Are they any good? The Better Business Bureau has given them an A rating. If you're in the market for new home loan or refinance, I recommend calling American Financing at 303-695-7000. 303-695-7000 or visit their website at AmericanFinancing.net. Rates won't stay this low forever. It only takes 10 minutes to pre-qualify, and you may close in as fast as 10 days. American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Sam's number three is delicious. You know, the atmosphere, the people, the food, everything is just... It looked good at the table behind me, so I thought I'd try it too. Oh, wide selection. I love the menu. The waitresses and waiters here still remember me from when I was little. Oh, I'm going all-American cheeseburger today. I'm having the Greek burrito today. I come to Sam's because the alcoholic beverages are good. Sam's number three in Aurora, Savannah, Parker, and Glendale, off Cherry Creek, and Leedsdale, and downtown 15th and Curtis. <laughs> oh, I said you can't come here and not like the food. You know, one of the most popular trends now is custom tailoring for men. Yes, suits, custom tailored. There is nothing better. You look good. You feel good. You don't have to run all over town searching for the right suit for hours on end. At Icon Suits in Cherry Creek, they tailor suits, shirts, and coats custom to your size, your taste, and your lifestyle. Listen, I'm Vic Lombardi. I'm a small man. I need tailoring to fit my body. All within a reasonable price range, too. Browse and select the highest quality fabrics. Have your precise measurements taken by the wardrobe consultant. And soon, your handmade suit from Italy, mind you, is ready for one final perfect fitting. You look great because your suit is perfectly made to your body. Compliment your new suit with some custom shirts, new ties, and shoes. You're going to look good. You're going to feel good. Icon Suit Shop. Cherry Creek. IconSuit.com. Tell them Vic Lombardi sent you. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. An accident on northbound I-25 approaching the Highway 60 exit is stopping back traffic behind it, so do watch for that delay. Traffic brought to you by Amazon. Now, northbound I-25, very slow as well from Castle Pines Parkway all the way up through to Yale. Northbound 225 jamming up 6 to I-70. Amazon is hiring full-time associates for the night shift in Aurora. They're making on-the-spot job offers this week. Apply at Amazon.com slash Denver Jobs and Equal Opportunity employer. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. The Ream Pro Partners text line is now open. Text us at 30933 to join the show. Is your furnace ready for winter? Go to ReamProPartners.com today. While the Broncos tight end 
was the most productive pass catcher yesterday. A.J. Derby joins the party and plays really well. I wonder what a former Bronco tight end has to say about that. Let's go to the hotline and welcome in the harvester, Joel Dreesen. Joel, was you, were you as impressed with uh, A.J. Derby as the rest of us were? Yeah, most definitely. And the crazy thing is I worked out with him a little bit throughout the offseason over at uh, Lauren Landau's and Landau Performance. And I, I knew it's just a matter of him getting some opportunities because he is a – he moves really, really well. He can run, change a direction, and obviously you saw the hands there. He did have the one drop on third, mm-hmm. on third down where it hit him right in the hands. But obviously a couple sparking plays on that, uh, that that series that he scored on. He had the nice catch and run along the sideline, finished physically, and then obviously the one-hander uh, where it just stuck to his glove and he pranced into the end zone. I loved it. Well, it's pretty obvious what opposing defenses are doing, Joel. They're up. Uh pretty much doubling down on Emmanuel Sanders and Demarius Thomas, and they're asking anybody else to beat them. That's why the tight end position is so important for this team. They need A.J. Derby to shine. They're going to have to have that for the rest of the season, do they not? No, no doubt about it. They have to have someone who can consistently get open in the middle of the field and, and be productive on third down. The Broncos, I, I don't know the exact numbers, but it seems like on third down, you're just holding your breath. There's going to be a holding penalty. There's something going to be something bad. So, uh, the quarterback needs to improve. The protection needs to improve. But he also has to have guys get open for him. What happened through the course of that game? The offense was rolling. They had their way with it. They could have blown out the, the Raiders. And then for some reason, it, it came to a screeching halt. I mean, the second-half offense, even Trevor was bad. But is it a result of Trevor being bad or everybody being bad? What happened there? Yeah, to me, it just felt like the Broncos knew they were in control of the game. They just wanted to get out of there. They just wanted to win the game and get to their bye week. But you actually have to go out and play the entire game, play the entire fourth quarter. And it ended up being uh, much closer than it should have been. But it seemed like the offense, they had some dumb things. They'd move the ball and then they'd have a penalty. And uh, there was just not a lot of sense of urgency to them. To me, those guys just... They wanted to get out of there, but they still had to finish the game. We keep talking about these issues on the offensive line. It's been three years running now. Now it's the right tackle spot. Menelik Watson just doesn't look comfortable out there. What? Are there any quick fixes there? Is there none schematically to fix the problem? No, Menelik Watson, to me, I don't like his game right now. I do not. I, to me, he's really raw still. I, you can see... You can see the talent. You can see the athleticism and the finish and the intent he plays with. But he's still really raw technique-wise. He hasn't seen a lot of the, the um He needs to know where his chip help is so he can. Hello, Harvester. Are you with us? Is the Harvester with us? Sell hell for the Harvester, Joel Dreesen. You know, last time he was with us, he was driving to Texas. Yeah. It sounded like he was just at home this yeah. morning. Mm-hmm. You ever notice when always something with this guy. when it's uh. cloudy or gloomy, <laughs> cell reception isn't as good as it normally is? Do you guys get that problem? That can't be real. I, I'm, I'm dead serious. I had that issue all the time. I think you're making this. I'm up. not at all. It's cloudy and gloomy, and we can't get them locked up on the cell phone. I don't think that would, from a scientific standpoint, have anything to do with it. Although, to Manchester's point, cell phones kind of suck these days. They do. They're getting worse. Getting worse and worse and worse. I think, no, more people are using them, so cell coverage isn't as consistent yeah, as it was. it's too crowded. I know, but don't you always have, like, one bar or two bars now? You know, let me back give, in the day, you had five. Let me give the Broncos credit on this. The cell reception at Bronco games is so much better now than it was before they added those extra lines or whatever, cell towers. 
going to that Tennessee game over the weekend, you couldn't get reception within a mile of the stadium. It was that bad. All right, we got him again. Uh, Joel, are you driving to the ranch again? What, 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 where are you? No, I, I had full service, guys. I want to say that that mistake was on your end. Oh, okay. Jesse, he just, <laughs> just tattooed kidding. you, Jason. I, I did have full service, though. Um, okay, so we're having this debate this morning, and, and I told Manchester and, and HW, I said, listen, 3-1 and one is 3-1. and one. It wasn't pretty by any means. We know there's work to do, but I'm not going to sit here and cry about how the offense stalled. I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, my God, they should be ashamed of themselves. They, they won the game. I mean, you win the game. All bets are off if you win in the NFL. How do you view that game? Yeah, I agree completely. I mean, it, there's always going to be things to work on and ways to improve. But for the most part, if McManus doesn't miss that, that field goal that he certainly expects himself to make, there's no drama to that game. It's a, a nice, decisive, divisional victory. So a win is a win. Obviously, you want to see the, the offense just continue to roll throughout the entire game like it did versus the Cowboys. But for the most part, those days are, are tough to come by. When you said that the Broncos just wanted to get off the field, are there really guys planning their bye week trips and stuff? I mean, you're you saying that mentally they may not have been into it all the way because of the bye week, or did you mean something else by that? I just I, I just felt like the energy was, we know we have this game won. Let's just let's just get out of here. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. Nobody was planning their bye week. They know they still had to go earn it. But to me, there was just I, I don't know the right term, a lack of focus. They just they wanted to get out of there. They knew they had the game won, but you have to finish the game. There was just not a lot of urgency to the offense. Can you explain to us how the Broncos' defense has done such a turnaround on rush defense? How is is it Demata Pecco the reason why they're so much better there? There's got to be more to it. Um, not much. Demata Pecco is a good football player. He's been a good defender for a long time in this league. I think he, as much as we love Sylvester Williams, Demata even at his age, is an upgrade over Sylvester. Now, obviously, the, the development of Adam Gottsuss has been impressive. You know, he was a liability for a long time last year whenever he was on the field, but he's playing a lot better. And then, obviously, Derek Wolf has been doing Derek Wolf things. Uh, those guys up front are really setting the tone for the run defense. Dude, your old uh, Houston Texans scored 57 points. Did you guys ever get close to 57 when you played in Houston? 57. No. <laughs> Probably in the 40s. They had a good offense. For a while, when Aaron Foster and Andre yeah. Johnson and Schaub was not plagued by pick sixes, and we had some good tight ends, good playmakers, we we really did have a good offense, but never never put up fifty seven. That was really impressive by the mm, That was um, last one, Joel. This is one of those seasons, and I know we're only four weeks in. I can't pick two or three teams. It's so wide open. I mean, you could have a two and two team emerge as the favorite down the stretch. You could have a one and three team. I've never seen such parity so early in an NFL season. Yeah, I agree with you. Usually there's one team rolling. At least one team will get out to maybe 6-0, and 7-0, 8-0, uh, but it's not going to happen this year. Everybody's going to beat each other. There's not a whole lot of home field advantages. A lot of home field loss yesterday. New England, Atlanta, those, those teams that usually roll in their own stadium did not. Uh, it's it's going to be one of those years where it's going to be a lot of fun to watch because everybody beats each other. Are you doing Let's Talk Football this week? No, I think Ryan is the Oh, player. Ryan's the guy? Oh, wanted to spend some time on that Colorado State romp in Hawaii, 51-21. I guess that vacation didn't bother them, did it? Did you watch any of that game? No, I, I heard there's like an app, a Stadium Watch app that yeah. you can stream the game, but 
Uh, I ended up watching other football and just kind of following it on Twitter, but really proud of it offensively. I mean, Nick Stevens, he is a career-wise, has passed some pretty notable names for yards and touchdowns, passing Bradley Van Pelt and Moses Moreno. Uh, sometimes we forget that the Rams are working with a very experienced quarterback, and it's really making a lot of a difference for them right now. Yeah, he didn't miss. 18-22, 351 yards. That's a game. That's a hell of a game for Nick Stevens. Hey, bud, thanks for your time. We'll talk again next week, Joel. Copy that. Have a great Monday. All right, buddy. Joel Drees and the Harvester. Now, did the CSU, was that broadcast, that game? I was out of town. so I don't, don't tell me that a college football game between two Division One teams is not seen on broadcast television, that you have to have an app to find it. Is that true? I don't know. That's what CSU it sounds fan, like. CSU fan, can you please let me understand? All right. Is that oh, game not they're too, broadcast? They're too busy complaining about an OPI from four weeks ago. They don't know. Because if it's not, that's ridiculous. Every game should be broadcast from every team if you're a Division One football program. If you're if you're not on television, there's something wrong. Right? Yeah, it's shocking. I mean, you can see almost any game in college football. It's a, it'd be it, it's shocking to me that that wasn't on. Especially because it was in Hawaii. It would be the late game. Yeah. It's where gamblers can make up their losses. That's a that's odd to me if it wasn't on. Now, if you had watched the Nuggets game on Saturday night via League Pass, you'd see how the Nuggets beat the Golden State Warriors in the preseason opener. I love Michael Malone's words, we own the Warriors. I think he said that half jest, right? <laughs> we own the Warriors. It was a great uh great start for the Nuggets. Yeah. I know it's preseason and it doesn't count, but Paul Millsap looked good. I mean they paid Paul ever? Millsap, but he, he looked good. Winning in Golden State, meaningless or not, always a good thing. Well, he was efficient. Right. He only, he only missed three shots. And he got his shots whenever he wanted. And he made threes. I think it was four of six from the three-point stripe. When you think of Paul Millsap, you don't think of a three-point shooter, do you? No. He can do it all. That's the beauty of Paul Millsap. Well, and We're going to learn things about him that you did not know existed because he's not one of those upper-scale superstars. We've heard a lot of talk about Emmanuel Moutier and how much better he looks. And, you know, we talked on Friday. Sophomore slumps happen. That's a very big cliche in sports is the sophomore slump. He came out with 19 and 6 in 28 minutes. He was also 3 of 4 from 3. Uh, if Moutier takes another leap this year, that's just another guy that doesn't get lumped into the core, right? He's not Gary Harris. He's not Jamal Murray. He's not Paul Millsap. He's not Nikola Jokic. That's just another guy who's going to help this team. You know I'm not uniform guy. I've never been a jersey guy. I don't care what you wear. But those road nuggets, that is nice. Those are sharp. Dude, that is nice. That dark blue, when I saw that, I was like, whoa. And then to have Jokic administer that ridiculous blind pass that he did that he's known for every game now. Did you see that pass? You over the head? Yeah. Yes. Well, or go ahead. I'm watching SportsCenter, and I'm like, okay, Nuggets beat the Warriors. Let's see the highlights. They showed seven highlights. Six were Warriors highlights. Of course they were. But it's preseason. It doesn't count. But Draymond Green, Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and Andre Iguodala all played more than 20 minutes. Wait a minute. You don't think they're going to show highlights from the defending champs? In a loss? No, I don't mind showing highlights. Six of the seven from a team that lost? That, you know, that's what you get in a national televised broadcast. That's why you have to go local. That's all I'm saying. Okay. No, I'm with you. I just want to make sure I got it. Uh, according to some of the folks here on the uh, text machine, uh, there are some weird TV rules from the Mountain West that prevented the game from being on TV, only available on the iPhone. At, at, why? 
What, what weird TV rules? What, why would you not allow a, a game to be broadcast? Yeah, that makes Who no makes these sense rules? Uh, the Mountain West is doing itself a major disservice with this stuff. I mean, put the damn games on TV. Somehow. I want to watch it on television. You got the Vic Lombardi show. Oh boy, look at the time. I gotta get to work. I need something to eat. Something fast but nutritious with a little pick-me-up would be nice. Aha! Honey smoked salmon. With a natural, long-lasting energy boost of omega-3s and protein, honey smoked salmon contains many of the things you're looking for in an energy drink. Mmm, honey smoked salmon with cream cheese and a bagel? Good morning. Honey smoked salmon from the Honey Smoked Fish Company, the ready-to-eat energizing superfood. Available at Costco, King Supers, Safeway, and Sam's Club. Fall is the perfect time of year to get your house painted inside or out. And do it with the company celebrating their 25th anniversary, Serta Pro Painters. Hurry to get on Serta Pro's fall painting schedule before the colder weather arrives. For a free estimate, call 1-800-GO-CERTA or visit CertaPro.com. And that's Serta with a C. Free estimates, high-quality paints, color consultations. Find it all with Serta Pro Painters. Each Serta Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated. Serta Pro Painters. We do painting. You do life. Hey, Vic Lombardi here. I love this time of year. Nothing better than lying in bed on a cool, crisp autumn night and drifting off to a quiet, restful night's sleep. But if you or a loved one has sleep apnea, sounds of snoring may be echoing throughout the whole house. CPAP is typically used as the first line of treatment for sleep apnea, but studies show up to 50% of people who have a CPAP machine don't even use it. Now there's a silent, mask-free treatment option available right here in Denver. It's called Inspire. Inspire is an implantable device that works inside your body with your natural breathing process. It delivers mild stimulation to keep your airway open, giving you and your partner the restful sleep you need. Inspire is FDA-approved and currently offered at more than 100 leading medical centers across the country. Visit InspireSleep.com to learn more, review important safety information, and find a doctor who can help determine if Inspire is right for you. The freedom to sleep, like everyone else, is just a click away at InspireSleep.com. That's InspireSleep.com. I ordered some Andro 400. I'm losing weight, though, around the belly really quickly. Some of the pants that didn't fit me, now they're falling off my hips. There's been a noticeable increase in energy. Then this stuff works. It does work. That's what Bill said after taking Andro 400 for a month. Now listen to what Richard says about Andro 400. I did a lot of research on it before I ordered it because I've tried other products in the past and they haven't worked. But I could not believe the difference literally within a month. Since I started taking it, I have lost 37 pounds. It was the belly fat. I could get weight off, but I could never get the tummy off. Now the tummy's coming off and I have more energy than I've had in 20 years. Guys, if you too want to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel 20 years younger like Richard, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. That's 888-400-0435. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. It's a slow drive on northbound I-25 between Castle Pines Parkway and Yale, and further north, there's a crash blocking the left lane. Four cars Involved north on I-25 at the Highway 60 Johnstown exit. Traffic brought to you by the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer. South on I-25 still stop and go traffic in pockets anywhere between 136th Avenue down to Hamden. When buying a thermometer, trust over 50 published studies supporting the accuracy of the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer. Pick one up at your local club warehouse or other fine retailers today. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on altitude 950. 
Altitude 950, Denver's All Sports Station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. The defense played, uh, you know, very well, you know, outside of probably two big plays. You know, we were great on third down. They were two for, I think, 15 on third downs. We had eight three and outs today. And uh, the start of the second half, I mean, they were minus three, minus eight, minus uh, 19 yards on the drive and minus one. So defensively, we played really stout today outside of the uh, two big plays. And the one, obviously, for a touchdown. You know, we can't do that. But uh, very pleased with the defense. Got to get better in the red zone offensively. Certainly a takeaway from the game. And the one big play they gave up, that uh, long pass that resulted in a touchdown for the Raiders. What a route. That was a sweet route run by that receiver, by the way. Made it look like he was running the post and then turned it into a post corner. Darian Stewart couldn't catch up to it. Great pass, great route. Broncos win. They're 3-1. and one. It's time to party with Marty. Let's party with Marty. Just hit a button, Marty. Give me a beat. Oh, man. Okay. All right. Um... So uh, I made mention that ESPN shows highlights of the Nuggets and Warriors. Six of the seven highlights were all Warriors. What did you see on the uh, – what did Bleacher Report tweet out there, Marty? Yeah, originally they gave an update that uh, Nuggets lose to the Golden State Warriors. And then uh, a couple minutes later they say, correction, Nuggets win. But, you know, details, you know, whatever. So then the Nuggets losing the game. You know, again, I'm not a uniform guy. But those jerseys are so cool that I think it's going to mean at least eight more wins this year. <laughs> they are cool. I'm with you on that. They're that good. And I don't know it's because I'm colorblind. They maybe stick out more on camera. But they just look that good. We will give our official Nuggets predictions uh, in the next week or two. But, man, eight more wins on a team you're already high on? How high you got them going, man? That means 48 wins. That's not that many. 48 wins is going to be necessary to make the Western Conference play. Oh, no doubt. I thought you were saying... Okay. They, they were 40 and 42 last year. Sure. So it's going to take 48. I can get this team to 50. I okay. can. In my head, I can get them to 50. Take it easy. Maybe we'll get somebody to call and lay down some of their salary uh, for Manchester to make another bet. Yeah, uh, yeah how's that? What's the update on that? Still haven't heard from him. There's a shock. And that was now before the Buffalo game, correct? Correct. correct. So I'm sure he's out of the woodwork on Twitter today trolling me, but yeah, haven't heard from him. Haven't seen that pay stuff. Marty, right. by the way, you're going to be in charge of finding how to watch these games on television from now on. Like, if I wanted to watch the Nuggets game on television, free TV, I didn't have league pass, how could I get that done from Knoxville, Tennessee? You're in charge of that on a weekly basis. Thank does, you. It, does it have to be in English, or can it be... Whatever. Uh, I don't care. I just want to watch the game. Okay. All right. I'll work on that. All right. Let's get this party started today. Uh, don't stand too close to this guy. Sting turns 66. Does uh, Does anybody know this guy's actual name? Uh, Victor it's is Dr. Sting, right? Close, close personal friends with Sting. I, I actually, uh, knew this when I interviewed him and I forgot what it was. It's some, it's a name you won't recall. It's a name, it's like Ramsey or something like that. Or did you call him Dr. Sting? I call him Dr. I call him Mr. Sting. Mr. Sting. Okay. But his name, you'll, you'll never, his first name, I forgot what it was. What is it? It is Gordon yeah. Sumner. Gordy. I wanted to call him Gordy. Gordo? Yeah. Yeah, so he turned 66 today. I'm not a Sting guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. Like, what's a really good... I, I, I know when he's in the police, right? Every breath you take, that's a good song. But what's a really good Sting song? A good Sting song? Yeah. All kinds of great Sting songs. Name one. Other with, than Every Breath You Take. You mean with or without the police? Doesn't matter. You're I, stalling. 
You don't have one. You know I'm not a music guy. I just it's like his songs. <laughs> if Sting had never come across the music scene, we all would have been fine. Now not a Sting. Being, now you're being stupid. No. You can't think of a single song. Go on. Okay. This guy would have been 80 today. Unfortunately, he passed away in 2005. It doesn't fit. If it doesn't fit, you must acquit. Johnny Cochran would have been 80 today and uh, pretty topical considering O.J. Simpson got out of... Uh, it was released from prison just a few hours ago. Yeah, that's weird. He gets released, says he wants to go to Florida. Florida doesn't want him. Can, where, where do you go? If you're a convicted felon, can the state just say you can't I, come there? I don't know. I mean, what do you do? I mean, really, that that doesn't seem quite right. They can make it hard on him, I guess, if they wanted to. I, do, do you want I mean, him? As long as he doesn't get in trouble again, shouldn't he be able to go live where, where he pleases? To? That seems a little hard. What if? Let me ask you this: What if OJ moved into your neighborhood? Would you feel comfortable about that? Sure. Wouldn't bother me. Wouldn't bother me a bit. Unless the paparazzi showed up every night. Yeah, that would be kind of annoying. And you know they would. Now, 58 years ago today, Twilight Zone ran its first episode in 1959. You guys uh, you guys have a favorite Twilight Zone? I'm not episode? a Twilight Zone guy. I'm more of a Twilight guy. I do like the series with the youngins. You know why I'm a Twilight Zone guy? Because that was the best ride at Disney World as a kid. That was the Tower of Terror, yeah. the Twilight Zone where they drop never, you down. Yeah. I never got awesome. into the show itself. Again, the the Twilight series with the uh, wolves and the coyotes or whatever the hell those were, the, the Draculas. All right, so fill me in on this Twilight Zone thing because I only know the amusement park ride. What's the show about? It's just a show where weird things happen that you yeah. can't explain and the supernatural and blah, blah, blah. It was stupid. Rod, so Rod Sterling, was that the host of the Twilight? Yeah, Rod Sterling. Yeah. Rod Sterling, yeah. Must have been good was enough it? to get a Sterling. amusement park ride no named tea? after it. No tea. Okay. Sterling's the guy who calls the Yankees games. Oh, okay. Pretty much every episode was one main character would fall asleep, he'd wake up, he was the same, everything else was different, and it would be 23 minutes of him trying to figure out what, what had happened. I've never seen an episode of The Twilight Zone. I've never seen a full one. Been on the ride before. It's a great ride. <laughs> it's a great ride. Okay, 1920, which is 97 years ago, the uh, MLB played its only triple header, and it was played between Cincinnati and Pittsburgh due to a lot of rainouts, not a lot of makeup time. <laughs> Could you imagine that today? A triple header. <laughs> and guess guess how long three games took? All right, so today's games are three hours each, so back then they had to be a lot shorter. So I'll say three three games took four and a half hours. I'm going to say six hours and four minutes. Seven hours. So the the last game got called in the sixth due to darkness. Oh but, well, that uh, just changes things. They didn't have yeah. lights back in the day. <laughs> no, apparently not in Pittsburgh. Yeah, no. but it was just over five hours so. for yeah, three that's, games. That's, that's one game today. Yeah, yeah. that's why that's three a, would take today. Yankees Red Sox push that every time they play. Again, the fact that they have to wait till Wednesday to play a playoff game in Arizona bothers me. Let's go. Let's do it today. Why? You've got Chiefs Redskins Let's tonight. Go. Let's you've go. got Yankees Let's go. Twins tomorrow night, and you've got Diamondbacks Rockies. Wasting my time. By the way, a lot of people on the text line are hot at you, Manchester. Roxanne is the sting song. Mm. Okay. I'll give him Roxanne. Don't stand so close to me. Nah. I'll Every pass. little thing she does. Fields of gold. That song is awful. Uh -huh. Oh, my God. 3772 That was like the the second wave of sting, and they just played you're it not, into the ground. Oh, you're my not gosh. A, you're not a romantic. That is the That is horrible. All right. Yeah. They have not proven me wrong other than Roxanne, which I only know Roxanne because it's what Eddie Murphy is singing when he's in jail at the beginning of 48 hours. Hmm. How about Washington State over USC, by the way? Heck of a game. God, Washington State's good. That's going to be tough to win there. I don't know. Not sure why that came up. Go on. 
2005, the first regular season NFL game was played outside of the U.S. in Mexico City. And since then, there have been 26 regular season uh, games outside of the U.S., 18 in the U.K., 6 in Canada, and then 2 in Mexico. All right, London game was another barn burner. Did you see Cutler line up at receiver? Boy, he, that guy... <laughs> He's just taking his ten million bucks for Chris Sin and calling him. He had his hands, he had his hands yeah. on his hip. But what's he supposed to do? Like he's really going to be a threat in that situation. But he doesn't like they're going to throw. Yeah, but they're going to throw a quick hitch to Cutler. I mean, give me a break. What's he supposed? He's doing exactly what you're supposed to do. I'm not getting the ball. You got to sell it a little bit. He's not getting the ball. I'm a Cutler guy, and he's becoming indefensible. They've scored. They basically have been shut out their last two games. They scored on the last play of the game in New York, in New right? York. Yeah. Otherwise, that was a 20 to nothing loss. Yesterday was 20 to nothing. Man, they are awful offensively. How nice is it to look up at the AFC East and not see New England in top standings? It's been a while. They should be 1-3, and, and they're 2-2. Two and two. It's I'm, crazy. I, I wouldn't get too used to it because I don't think it's going to last that way. Okay, last year on this date, Vin Scully called his last baseball game. You guys have any Vin Scully stories? Well, he called the Kirk Gibson home run. That was probably his most famous call, right? The thing about Vin that I'll never forget, for as many years as he called baseball games, there was not a baseball game that went by that he didn't wear a suit. That he didn't come dressed for the part. It's amazing how you can do that for 162 games, travel. And I know he didn't travel late in his career. But he dressed the part no matter where he went. It's now, amazing to me. Are you too cool with Vin being retired? Because you guys aren't with Peyton being retired, so I just want to make sure you're cool with Vin being retired. What, what do you mean? I'm, well, you guys are both so actively trying to assign Peyton his next job. I didn't know if you were trying to get Vin another gig, too. Vin's 90 years old, dude. <laughs> I know. I know, but every time Peyton comes up a... on this show, you guys are, well, what's, what's, what's he doing now? What's, what's next? What's next? What's you want to be a stockbroker? Uh, I just, just want to make, make a sarcastic point, and he's using a 90-year-old man. Hey, do you want me to get a job at Home Depot? What do you want? Well, he's you guys 90. are mad that Peyton doesn't have a job, so no. I want to make sure you're okay with that Vin doesn't have a job. We have said he won't stay retired. He will do something else. Because he's going to get bored at 40 years well, old with a job. I think he should just chill. You guys don't want him to chill. You cool with the chilling? Maybe Walmart For Vin? reader? Yeah, I'm fine with Vin chilling. <laughs> what else, Marty? Okay, so Tyson Chandler turns uh, 33 today. He's kind of had a sneaky good NBA career. He's played in over a thousand games. Was a 2011 NBA champ. It's his 17th season. Um, eight points a game, ten boards. Him and Chris Paul in New Orleans were almost unfair. I mean, it was just. Kind of like Chris Paul and Blake Griffin, really. If you had the over-under of .5 Tyson Chandler references this morning, you hit the over. Yeah. Congratulations. I think we found the one Tyson Chandler fan. <laughs> yes, apparently like he got a Tyson Chandler guy and Marty over there. They were almost unfair in New Orleans. How many <laughs> playoff series did they win? Okay, fine. It's a deadly combo. <laughs> you know, when I think great combos in NBA history, I think of Michael and almost Scotty, unfair. and I think of Tyson and Chris Paul. Okay, good. Let's, we'll write that one down, then. <laughs> That's all I got today. Guys. Closing with Tyson Chandler. I'm, I'm no. finishing strong right there. Wow. You don't have anything else? You don't have something you're leaving on the cutting room floor that I you mean, can end Gandhi strong with? He was born in 1869. I figured I'd get torn up for yeah. that one. Leave that to Manchester. I'm not a Gandhi guy. <laughs> I'm not a Gandhi guy. Uh, 6013 says, wait, Manchester is a Cutler guy, but not a Babe Ruth guy. <laughs> yep. Uh, yep. Yep. Explained so much. Thank you, Marty. Much appreciated. We come back here on Altitude 950. Rockies baseball. It's on. The playoffs are here. Is this really a playoff game?
I guess it is because you win, you're done. But is it? Does it feel the same? You know, do you like the fact that it's one and done? Even though it's your team, I do. I do. I like the fact it's a one and done game. No, it's I dumb. don't mind it. I it's don't dumb. mind it at all. It gets national appeal. Everybody in baseball will have their eyes glued to this yes, game. They will. But here's the problem with it: in football, and in basketball, and in hockey, you play one game at a time. In baseball, even in the regular season, everything is a series. So why is the why is it not a series in play? In the for playoffs? one game. Everything nope. on the table. It's a deviation from the I normal way of doing things at all. It'd be like playing a half in the first in the first round of the NFL playoffs. You played a half. That's silly. Jeff Houston next on the Vic Lombardi Show. Altitude nine fifty, Denver's all sports station. Coming up tonight, the Nuggets continue their preseason with a showdown against the Lakers. Tip off is at eight thirty with the pregame show getting underway at eight oh five. The voice of the Nuggets, Jason Kosminski, will be on the call. KKSE, Parker, Denver. This is the home of your Colorado Rapids. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. We know the thing about that team, too. So, But they know the same about us. So, We all know it's going to be a battle. It's going to be a tough match, matchup for us and for them. We're going to be ready to go, you know. They're good at home, but uh, we've been able to win there a couple times. So, it, like I said, we're, we're confident going in. It's kind of nice to, to sit back and, and relax and, you know, know that we've turned in a good season. But then again, you know, there, there's more baseball to be played. It's Wild Card Wednesday. Rockies at the Diamondbacks. This Wednesday in Arizona, 6 o'clock start. Let's go to the hotline. Welcome in Jeff Houston of AT&T Sports. And at Huey, first of all, good morning. Secondly, what do you think of the one-and-done wild card? Well, good morning to you, too. I'm, I'm, I wish it was two out of three because yeah. it's just really hard in, in one game when you play 162 games overall. I mean, just to sit there and go, okay, you got nine innings to prove your worth. Uh, after what you've done all season long. So I wish some way that they could just – I'm not saying three out of five. I'm not saying five out of seven, but maybe two out of three would uh, would make it. And even if you had to start uh, a day earlier, start on Tuesday, and, and run three straight days, then, then I, I just think that would be a better way to do it. Well, the only value I'd give it is this. I, I never miss a Game 7 of any series in any sport. If there's a Game 7 in hockey, if there's a Game 7 in an NBA series, if there's a, a deciding game in an MLB series, you never miss that deciding game game. So this, in essence, is that deciding game, which is why you get a lot of eyeballs. A lot of people that have never seen the Rockies play this year will be watching it simply because it's an elimination game. I totally agree with that, and there is a lot of drama for it, and, and you've had teams that, uh, that that you know go on like the, the Giants did a few years ago in this, from this wild card and then go on and win it. So yeah, it's, it's definitely exciting. I just think that you look at it and you go, man, we fought so hard so long to get into the playoffs, but that's what this extra wild card did. It provided a lot of excitement for baseball, not only to the end of the season, but as you mentioned, to this one game that uh, a lot of eyes will be watching. I feel a lot better about the uh, pitch-up matchup than I did a couple weeks ago because I, I, you know, Granky's Granky. He's going to be good. Uh, I like the way Trevor Story's taken him out of the yard a few times in his career. <laughs> But John Gray, over the last 10 starts, he's been consistent as all get out. I, I can't remember the number, but not allowed more than three runs in the last six. 
So he's done his part. I like this matchup if you're a Rockies fan. You know what? It worked out pretty nice, didn't it? And it's actually better than the last six for John. It's the last 13 games wow. where he's uh, allowed three earned runs or less. And this year, at Chase, he's had uh, two starts down there. He's 2-0 and with the 2-7-7. So, yeah, a lot of good numbers. John's in a really good place. And I think mentally, too, he wants the ball in this situation. Just talking to him a few days ago uh, after they clinched. And, and he was happy and excited that he was going to be that guy to, to, to match up with Grinky. Yeah, Grinky's, uh, again, in consideration for the Cy Young. Um, the Rockies don't fear him. They, they, they respect him, don't mm-hmm. get me wrong, um, but they, they don't fear him uh, like some other pitchers, only because they've seen him so many times. You know, this matchup really is like playing your brother. Because you, you yeah. hear spring training with them. You, you play them, I, I believe it was five or six times during spring training. You play them 19 times uh, over the course of the year. Uh, the Rockies are 5-5 five and five down at Chase. I mean, there are no secrets between these two teams. And as you said, the Rockies have hit, uh, hit Zach Greinke. Three games started. They're one, you know, Greinke's 1-0, but he's got a 3.15 ERA. So it's the, the whole key for it is, who is commanding their off-speed pitches better? Is Zach going to be able to command his slider and his curveball and his changeup? Is John going to be able to command the slider? We'll find out early in this game who's on, and I think that'll tell you uh, pretty early who's got the advantage. How differently uh, will Bud Black manage a game that's one and done? I mean, how quickly do you go to your relief pitches? How quickly do you pull John Gray? What? In a normal game, if you're trailing three nothing, your pitcher stays in there. But in this game, do you, do you stick? You know what I'm saying? There's so yeah, many yeah. different elements here. Right, exactly, and I, and I think that's why yesterday Tyler Anderson was supposed to start, and then once they clinched, they flipped it to Kyle Freeland. So you have him in the bullpen um, to be able to do stuff like that. To, you know, if if you're trailing and you've got a chance to to click something, maybe in the fourth or fifth inning, I think you're going to see that. You're going to have to do it because you can't wait and say, well, you know, we'll we'll save him for tomorrow's game. Well, there's no tomorrow if you don't win. So it will be a different. The, animal when you go into this game the way you manage it for sure almost like an all-star game where they yeah. have a new pitcher every inning you know <laughs> yeah. so what you got to well, treat you, you really can't save anybody and then you worry you win you worry about who's going to start on friday well you'll figure that out after you decide uh you know who pitched on wednesday but you got to win that's the bottom line jeff houston on the line with us huey is there is there still bad blood in, in a weird circumstance between and Nishek and Zach Grinky over the autograph thing. What? <laughs> You're laughing, but I mean, this seems like Grinky was obviously perturbed. Nishek called him out. Where, where does that stand? <laughs> well, I, you know, it is, it's really weird for a, a player be, because to, to do that to another player. Because I don't know how many times I would send a baseball over, or I would ask a guy, "Hey, can you, you know, can you sign a bat for me?" And you know, I got a room full of baseballs from guys doing it. I never once ever had anybody turn me down. And this is including some Hall of Famers where, you know, I they were over in the other clubhouse or it was an, it was a, you know one of those alumni games and and so for for a player to do that, it is weird, um, and it, it's also funny now. I, I, I'm kind of laughing because with social media, you can call somebody out. You couldn't <laughs> do it before. You know how are you going to do it? So, mm-hmm. so for Pat to, to say, "Hey, you know what? Um, it, we're in a fraternity here, and that's not that's not right." And I didn't I didn't appreciate it. He hasn't said much about it, so I, I don't know. The, the thing about it is. They're probably not going to face each other. If, if they were going to face each other, then it, then it could be a different yeah. uh, story. 
All right, besides the starting pitching, because we know the games are won, are won and lost there, what what do you see is the key to this one-game playoff? Is there one particular player? Is there is there something out of left field that we need to we need to expect for the Rockies to win this game? No, I don't think so because you you know pretty much the lineup you've been seeing lately is the lineup he's going to go with. I um, um, so you know Cargo's got great numbers too against Zach Greinke, but I think it's going to come down to if, it, if it's close, it's going to come down to Pat Neshek, it's going to come down to Greg Holland, it's going to come down to uh, Fernando Rodney, uh, Archie Corbin down there, and those guys because. Um, the bullpens are going to determine because I think it's going to be a really close game. I, you know, I think it's going to be somewhere in the neighborhood of three to two. I, I think every run uh, is going to become as a premium, and and so those guys are going to have to to do a late in the game. And so whoever, I guess, holds serve when it's their turn is going to come out the winner. Huey, can you explain to me and just allow me to look past this game for a second? Because we, as uh, fans in the media, we can look past each game. Why am I confident about the Rockies going to L.A.? Um. Because you're not alone. Um, I think the guys in the locker room, I, I, I heard uh, the comments from Nolan and Charlie right before I came on. Um, you know, they were kind of guarded, but uh, talking and just getting that vibe down in the locker room, they're confident about where they're at and, and their ability to go up against Arizona. They played really well this year against the Dodgers, uh, you know, 5-1 and one or 5-2 and two in the last seven games. Uh, they took the season series from the Dodgers. Uh, so, again, it goes back to having familiarity with these teams that you've played all year long. So you get back, you get past Arizona, they, they like their chances going up against the Dodgers. It was funny because we were talking about this on the air, I think, yesterday or the day before, the way the Dodger media had already was asking, you know, uh, Dave Roberts, saying, hey, um, so you're going to get Robbie Ray on Friday, <laughs> this and that. And, and Dave Roberts, to his credit, was like, hey, time out for a second. You know, it could be it could be the Rockies. You never know. But the Dodgers were already, the media was dismissing the Rockies' chances uh, on Wednesday. So who would it be on Friday if the Rockies get there? It, if the Rockies get there and you don't have to use Tyler Anderson, mm-hmm. I, I guess that would be the guy uh, that would go Friday in L.A. against Kershaw. Then what? Who's number three? Uh, <laughs> well, then it becomes um, either Chad Bettis or, or Tyler Chatwood probably um, because the, Herman's numbers aren't as good against the Dodgers mm-hmm. as both of those guys. Um, and then John Gray would come back, uh, and he would get game three, I believe it works out, uh, back in Colorado. Last question. You know, Carlos Gonzalez, he's been here a long time. Could be the last year we see Carlos Gonzalez in a Rockies uniform. It was so cool to hear him say, especially when they're celebrating, this has been the best year of my life, of my career. I, I just get fired up rooting for a guy like Carlos Gonzalez, and I don't know what's going to happen, but how's he taking it all in right now? Well, I think in, in that interview you're referencing, too, he was in tears. Um, he's the last guy left from that 2009 team, and that was kind of his coming-out party where he was 10 for 17 uh, in that series against Philadelphia with a couple walks, and, and he was just amazing that series. But he was in tears. It has not been an easy year for Cargo. Where You're looking back in June and July, and he's hitting 220 with about six home runs and 30-something RBIs. Anyway, this is a Cargo numbers. Um, they, they, 
they got better at the end of the year, obviously, but um, how much he had to fight for this. And, and now, once you get to that point in your career, too, where you've made all the, you know, you made a ton of money and you're, you're, you're more the veteran guy now, each time you make it to the playoffs becomes a little more special. And I've got a high regard for Cargo because he is, a, mm-hmm. he is a, a Class A individual. So I'm really happy for him. Huey, you're the best. I can't wait, man. Playoff baseball is back, and I love the energy. Hey, I was around in 07, and we all remember that. We all remember the 09. I mean, when you're playing playoff, playoff baseball here, the fans jump on board. I know, and it's great, and you know, thank the fans. But I, I can't wait. You know, they win, they win on Wednesday, and to be able to come back here and and, and play again in front of their home fans, I, uh, that's special. That would be awesome, Jeff. Thanks, thanks for your time. All right, Vic. see you, buddy. That is Jeff Houston of AT and T Sportsnet. I mean, they're confident, man. I love it. It's a, it's a confidence that's not even quiet. I can't even call it a quiet confidence. They. They're going into this game thinking they're going to win. It was my hot take two hours ago. They are just irrationally confident enough to win the World Series, and I truly believe that. That said, Wednesday's a crapshoot. So it either could end Wednesday or they could win the World Series, and I know I'm hedging, but I believe both those Remember things. now, the visiting teams, 4-1 and one in these one-game playoffs. 4-1. and one. Can you imagine if a month from now we're still talking baseball, Vic? I mean, this, this could be special. They have a chance to do something special, because once you get into the baseball playoffs, it is a total crapshoot. I don't like the one-game playoff, but Arizona's got the bigger complaint than Colorado does. I mean, it it comes down to a coin flip for a team that, you know, if it's just a normal wild card, they're playing a series against the Dodgers. You're right. If I wore the Diamondbacks, I'd probably feel the same way. It helped the the Rockies. They're the second wild card. They're playing on house money. It's kind of a raw deal for Arizona to get one game. Oh, well. I'm with you, but the other part of it I don't like is the Rockies don't get a home, not guaranteed a home game. That kind of stinks. They'd have to go on and play the Dodgers to get a home game. They'll the be way. playing at home a week from tonight. They better not do that dial-up ticket thing. Remember when they did that in 07 when you wanted to get playoff tickets? The, and the, all the, the malicious external attack from you remember the that? people at Pacquiolan? Yes. You remember yeah. that? Oh, yeah. Were you part of that? No. Okay. Just want to make sure. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. NFL recap when we come back. Manchester got his butt beat. Woo. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Here's what you missed on the latest Hastings and Broman. Listen, I used to live in San Diego. I know. I know there's nice parts to L.A., but there's a lot of people there that are like, oh, we're the coolest. Uh, We have big, uh, fake boobs, and we drive Lamborghinis, and we're Jealous much? <laughs> I mean, I just wondered. I mean, <laughs> but I don't even have anything to say. You're apparently yeah. right. Hastings and Brownman every weekday, ten to one, only on Altitude 950. Picture your home with new windows, new siding, and a new sunroof. This fall, you can save on all of them. It's here, the Champion Fall Season Super Sale, which means you get 30% off new Champion windows, 25% off siding and sunrooms, plus 60 months low interest financing. Every American-made Champion window is installed using expert craftsmen and features their Comfort 365 glass. Champion's exclusive limited lifetime warranty covers the frame, the glass, the hardware, and the installation. Plus, Champion is the only window company I personally endorse. Book your free 
in-home estimate now at GetChampion.com. Once again, that's GetChampion.com. Falling prices. They're going to have your energy bills falling year-round and have you falling in love with your home again. Once again, 30% off new windows, 25% off siding and sunrooms, huge savings today on Champion products guaranteed for life. So drop the rake and visit GetChampion.com. John Elway here. Nothing's better than being at home, especially a new one. The people of Colorado agree, and they trust American Financing for their new home loans. It's an amazing time to buy, and home prices are on the rise. Getting pre-qualified today gives you real buying power. Sellers want to know that you're for real, and being pre-qualified by American Financing gives them that assurance. And that's a key to winning in a seller's market. What makes me a fan? They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. Pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. American Financing has no upfront fees and will customize a loan program to fit your financial goals. The Better Business Bureau has given them an A rating. If you're in the market for a new home loan or a refinance, call American Financing today at 303-695-7000 or visit their website at AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. You're driving, minding your own business, then boom, you're rear-ended. Just another ordinary day for the insurance company, but not for you. You need to know your rights. You need the Bell & Pollock Legal Game Plan. Bell & Pollock's Legal Game Plan gives you the rules, so you have the legal strength to fight the insurance company. Bell & Pollock. Our legal game plan is designed to help injured victims just like you. Find us at championsofthepeople.com. That's championsofthepeople.com. Put our legal game plan to work for you. We'll help you. Individual results may vary. At Brain Balance Achievement Centers, parents find real help for their kids. Lincoln was a different child before Brain Balance. Probably like 15 times a day he would have a fit. Prior to Brain Balance, my son was very much unable to focus. Things that would bother her would be like the tags on her clothes. She was definitely like a sensory processing challenge. Is your child struggling? Is there a diagnosis of ADHD, dyslexia, a processing or sensory problem? Find real help. Brain Balance delivers on the promise of a better life for your child and for you. As we went through our first month, huge things started to happen. And she walked out of there walking probably 10 feet taller. It's been an amazing transformation. The program will transform not only your son or your daughter, but you as well. Brain Balance is a drug-free program for struggling kids. Don't just compensate for your child's issues. Get to the root of the problem. Now, six centers serving families in northern Colorado. Call 1-800-877-5500 today. Buying or selling a home doesn't have to be stressful. Now there's a one-stop shop where they treat you right. Metro 21 Real Estate Group is taking the pain out of buying or selling a home. Lucas Akers and his team of agents are all over the Denver area, and they can help you save money. Why pay a 6% commission fee? With Metro 21 Real Estate Group, the total commission rate is as low as 3.99%. Call 303-430-HOME to find out how they can help you. Or check them out online at Metro21Homes.com to see the value of your home and to see what Lucas and his team can do for you. Whether you're looking for a home or selling yours, give them a call. It's Metro 21 Real Estate Group, 303-430-HOME. That's 303-430-HOME. Metro 21 Real Estate Group. And tell them you heard about what they have to offer on the radio. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. 
So, HW, you're going to go to the game, huh? Definitely a consideration. Uh, if I'm going to do it, need to pull the trigger on uh, plane tickets today. But Rockies Diamondbacks, I was there for Rockies Padres in 07. It seems fitting to go to the 10-year playing game anniversary, right? So you're going to go to the game with your mother? Yes. I couldn't talk my father into it, but my mom is... She must be a very big sports fan. She's retired, you know, yeah. spontaneous kind of stuff. I can't think of like going to a baseball game with my mom. Vic and I would like her to get a job. She's retired. <laughs> <laughs> what? And also, I, couldn't, I couldn't envision asking Bambi, you want to go to Arizona for the baseball playoff? I, that would never happen. Why can't you guys go? Why can't we go as a group? You're out on this. You you won't even consider it. You're like my father when I told him. He wouldn't First even of all, consider it. The Nuggets play L.A. again Wednesday night, and I have to work. I'm going to be in studio. So guess what? I'm not even going to be able to watch the playoff game. I would consider it, but I'm I'm leaving on a trip on Friday. So do I really want to go somewhere on Wednesday? We're going to be in Arizona for all of 12 hours. I want literally you to go. land at like hey, I, three I and want, leave at midnight. Guess what? I'm going to be so I'm going to have no information on the game when we do the show Thursday morning, and I'm going to bank it all on you. So go to the game with your mom. In fact, your mom should host this show Thursday morning. <sighs> yeah, maybe you should get her name on the show, you know? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> you know, so sensitive. <laughs> we have to consider a name change. Uh, no, I'm kidding. It was just I liked your Zach Brown man thing last week that we <laughs> had fun with. So, Man, they're showing uh, Deadspin just retweeted this brawl in uh, Knoxville with the fans when things went South and right hurry. in front of you, right? And that was yeah, that was about twenty rows up. These freaking SEC fans are crazy, but not as crazy as the results of our NFL recap. Let's roll it. It was another wild Sunday. Let's go around the NFL. Reese resets his receivers to the near side of the field and puts Thomas in motion. Falls for the football, rolls to his right, throwing on the run to Thomas. Thomas stretches the football out, touchdown! Saints shut out the Dolphins in London, 20-0. I I got the Saints. Did we all get that one right? Uh, You got it right, and the little degenerates got it right. Uh, Will and I, for some reason, still believe in Adam Gase and Jay Cutler and the Dolphins. That team is brutal. I didn't watch a second of that game. What was that on television? Yeah. What yeah, was it, it on? Was on Fox. Fox. Oh. It was an awful game. What happened? The Dolphins just didn't show up. Second week in a row, they have no offense. Well, and you None. look at the Dolphins' schedule, guys. They got the game canceled because of the hurricane, right? Then Correct. they go to L.A. to face the Chargers. They go to the Jets to face or to New York to face the Jets, and then they go to London. They have not played a home game yet. That is a brutal schedule. We should have been looking at that when we were making our pick. Mm-hmm. Similar to when we get down to the Jacksonville game here. We should okay. have been thinking about that. How about what the Buffalo Billy Goats did in Atlanta? First and goal for the Bills at the nine-yard line. Tyron under center. Takes. Play fake. Looks into the end zone. Takes another look. Now fires into the end zone. Looking for Jordan Matthews. Got it. Got it. Touchdown. Touchdown, Buffalo. Jordan Matthews came all the way across the formation. A nine-yard touchdown pass from Tyron Taylor. So the Falcons were down four late, so they had to score a touchdown. But they uh, actually they were down six late. Touchdown would have won it with the extra point. Correct. They had it fourth and maybe one and a half. I didn't like the play call. I didn't like the play selection on that fourth down. Well, and if memory serves, and I was watching on red zone, so a lot of games run together. It feels like it was second and one, then third and one, then fourth and one. Yes, and game was over. They went to the end zone on second and one, incomplete, and then they had a. 
I, I can't remember third down, but on fourth and one, it was a weird play. They tried to throw it to the slot receiver on the right side. Give yourself a chance. Yeah, I didn't like it either. But hypothetically, if the three of us were in an eliminator together, and hypothetically, if we took Green Bay on Thursday night, then uh, we were pretty happy with that result. Yeah, no doubt about it. I was happy to miss this game. Uh, Will got this right, and once again, the little degenerates got it. How the hell did you get this right, Will? Uh, because Buffalo looked pretty good against Denver, and Atlanta is a fraud. They were three and zero. Should have been one and two. Should be one and three. They're three and one. Next, Dalton's ready for the snap. It takes the catch, looks to throw, lobs one in the back left corner oh, of the end zone. Baby. Touchdown, yeah. AJ Green nice. on a beautiful touch pass from Andy Dalton. Come on, this was a layup. Bengals thirty-one-seven over the Browns. This was such an easy pick. I actually got it right. How many did you get right? Four. <laughs> <laughs> I was 11 and three. Uh, yes, continue to pick against the Browns. That is an easy strategy. Next. Shotgun formation for Dak Prescott. He needs nine. He's got the snap. Four man rush. Has to step up. He's hit. Loose ball. It is picked up by Barron. Knocked down by contact. So he gets to his feet and stumbles back to the 30. Man, the Rams are three and one, boys. Rams went into Dallas. And took it to the Cowboys. That didn't take it to him. Won the game, and that's all that counts in my book. I know Manchester will find forty different reasons no. why the Rams should be upset today. No, I, but I wavered on this game. I wound up going with the home team, and I missed. Uh, keep in mind the Rams were three and one last year as well. Did I pick the Rams? Uh, you picked the Rams, and the little degenerates who have yet to miss picked the Rams. Nice. So all of us missed. Oh, the degenerates that I both picked. The, the guys Rams. that counted missed. You and I missed. <laughs> yeah. Next game, please. Stafford will take the snap. Does. Gives to Amir. Amir hesitates. Fighting. Inside the two. Inside the one. To the end zone. Did he get in? No signal yet. Nothing from the officials. They're talking about it. Amir lunge. That's a touchdown. That's a touchdown. They need to look at that. Yeah. Lions withstand the Vikings 14-7. Well, was that guy a little too enthusiastic for you, just like Romo? A little too excited? I need to... Look at that! This was the easiest game on the board this weekend because I used Manchester's strategy, and it was Case Keenum versus Matthew Stafford. And, and this was the game we talked about when we were making picks, and you guys called me out for not using my strategy. I don't know why I picked the freaking Vikings. <laughs> no idea. I have no idea. I just did. How about what Carolina did in New England? It's a running play. Stewart crawling across the 25 to the 26. Body strewn everywhere. Turner slow to get up. And with that run, Jonathan Stewart should have enough now to be the Panthers' all-time leading rusher, surpassing D'Angelo Williams' previous record as former teammate. Why were they blowing the foghorn? That stupid Foxborough foghorn. Why were they blowing the horn? They lost the game. Uh, Probably third down. I don't know, but I I missed this game as well. Will was the only one to get it correct, and I was happy to miss this one. Same with me. Well, why do you why are you both still on this weird New England train? Because you almost burned just, us in just, that hypothetical eliminator against Houston, and just, then you wanted to do them again this week. It's in your blood. It's just I, I don't there. think any of us ever mentioned them this week. Yeah, they almost in came, my world, you did. They almost came back and won that damn game. It was thirty sixteen. It was over. They almost how, came back and won it. How about Graham Gano finally making a kick yeah. at the last second? Yeah. All right. So New England loses again at home. You're right. They should have three home losses already. They should be one and three. With three zero oh, and three at Foxborough, it's wacky. How'd the Jets win? Block Edwards will spot it right between the hash marks at the thirty-one to win it for the Jets in overtime. Captain's arrow out of the hole to Block Edwards from forty-one yards out. 
the step, the placement, the kick is on the way, end over end, towards the uprights, it is good! How are the Jets 2-2? Two and two? That's a better question. They And they hung in with the Bills on opening Sunday. They did. Um, this one, and I said it when I was watching this game. The Jags were down 20-17. to 17. They had the ball at the five-yard line, and they settled for the tying field goal. We'll get to it. San Francisco and Arizona, San Francisco had the same situation. When you're on the road with the chance to win it, you can't kick field goals. You can't kick field goals, and it came back to bite both the Niners and the Jaguars. I can't figure the Jaguars out. I think mm. I'm 0-4 on them this year. Still ahead, the biggest surprise of the weekend. You got the Vic Lombardi Show on Altitude 950, featuring HW. chance to hang out with Scott Hastings and Julie Brahman. Every Thursday during their show, a lucky listener and a friend will have lunch with the host while hanging out in the studio. Presented by Garbanzo Mediterranean Fresh, the perfect balance of nutritious and delicious. Visit eatgarbanzo.com to find a location near you. It's Hanging with Hastings and Brahman every Thursday only on Altitude 950. Now, there's a morning newscast that moves at the speed of Denver. Good morning, everybody. I'm Megan Haller. And I'm Kirk Yonke, bright and early. And gives you an edge on all day long. New details overnight. New this morning. Breaking overnight. Get your morning moving with Megan O'Halloran, Kirk Yonke, Pinpoint Weather with Greg Dutra, and Time Saver Traffic with Sam Boyd. Still looking at some slow speeds out there. On the Fox 31 Morning News, starting at 4.30 tomorrow. Fall is the perfect time of year to get your house painted inside or out. And do it with the company celebrating their 25th anniversary, Pro Painters. Hurry to get on Pro's fall painting schedule before the colder weather arrives. For a free estimate, call 1-800-GO-CERTA or visit CERTAPRO.com. And that's CERTA with a C. Free estimates, high-quality paints, color consultations. Find it all with Pro Painters. Each Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated. Pro Painters. We do painting. You do life. Are you a homeowner who's tired of paying mortgage insurance? Hey guys, Nate Crackman for my friends at American Financing. If you own a home in the super hot Denver market, you've got to hear about another way American Financing can save you money. We all know home values are higher than they've ever been, but did you know your current home value may be up to 40% more than when you bought it? This is huge because once equity goes up, mortgage insurance can go away, putting extra money in your pockets. So why not let the Salary-based mortgage consultants at American Financing make those savings happen through a simple loan refinance. Even if your original lender can't help you, chances are American Financing can. No upfront fees, and you may even lock into a lower interest rate. Start saving as much as $1,000 a month, and you may be able to close in as fast as 10 days. Call now, 303-695-7000, or go online, AmericanFinancing.net. And MLS 182-334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. The Colorado Rapids would like to invite you to the end-of-season awards gala of Burgundy Affair, presented by Audi. Join us for an evening of food, libations, and celebrations on Tuesday, October 17th, hosted at the Sewell Ballroom in the Denver Center for the Performing Arts. This cocktail attire evening features a sit-down dinner alongside Rapids players, coaches, and alumni, benefiting Cronky Sports Charities community programs. Make your reservation today at coloradorapids.com. You know, one of the most popular trends now is custom tailoring for men. Yes, suits, custom Tailored. There is nothing better. You look good. You feel good. You don't have to run all over town searching for the right suit for hours on end. At Icon Suits in Cherry Creek, they tailor suits, shirts, and coats custom to your size, 
your taste, and your lifestyle. Listen, I'm Vic Lombardi. I'm a small man. I need tailoring to fit my body, all within a reasonable price range, too. Browse and select the highest quality fabrics. Have your precise measurements taken by the wardrobe consultant, and soon your handmade suit from Italy, mind you, is ready for one final perfect fitting. You look great because your suit is perfectly made to your body. Compliment your new suit with some custom shirts, new ties, and shoes. You're going to look good. You're going to feel good. Icon Suit Shop. Cherry Creek. IconSuit.com. Tell them Vic Lombardi sent you. Sam's number three restaurants. The handheld chicken. I'm going to do a smothered burrito. My favorite is the Toro pot. Anyone can pick something off the menu here. Sam's number three. Great. The food's delicious. Huge portions. I've been coming here for over 35 years because uh, the green chili's the bomb every time. It's more like home. Sam's number three in Aurora off Havana and Parker in Glendale off Cherry and Leedsdale in downtown 15th and Curtis. We alarm our houses, and we alarm our cars. But when it comes to your personal information, it can be tough to know when something isn't right. That's where Discover Card can help. Now, we'll send you an alert if we find your social security number on any one of thousands of risky websites. And this service is free for card members. Just sign up online. It's our way of looking out for you, not just your account. Learn more at discover.com slash free alerts. Limitations apply. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. It only took John Fox five weeks to join the party, but he's making a quarterback change. Mike Glennon out. Mitch Trubisky named the starter in Chicago. Well, Fox took too long on Orton and Tebow as well. So does it really surprise you he took too long? That guy's a bumbling Another boob. guy with no courage. Back to our NFL recap. Ben gets the shotgun snap. He's back. He waits. He pumps. He still pumps. He fires, and that's a touchdown for Juju Smith-Schuster from 11 yards out. Ben showed the patience of Job. Stood, pumped, stood, looked, and here came Juju right to left. I'm just a stupid man for picking the Ravens in this game. They were never in the game. Now, nah, you and me both, we we had this notion that they were going to bounce back because they got blown out nah. in Jacksonville. Uh, they got or against Jacksonville. They got blown out by Jacksonville. That we should have. That should have been the sentence that ended our discussion on this. Exactly. I don't know what we were thinking. Is Pittsburgh getting good? I mean, they've been kind of up and down this year. Haven't looked great yet, but they're still three and one. I I, I don't know. Who's the favorite in the AFC? That's what I keep coming back to. Right now, boys. Favorite in the AFC. I don't know the answer. Well, if you have I to, do not if you know have what you to mean. Pick a team. Who's playing in the Super Bowl in Minnesota? From I'm not going to say. I'm not going to pick England. Kansas. I'm not picking Kansas City simply because they're three. No, I'm not doing it. I won't do it. New England. And I won't go good. there. They haven't looked good. But that, if, if you made me put down money today, that's who I'd put money on, or I'd put it on Pittsburgh. See, what's funny is I lean towards Pittsburgh. It'd be one of the two. Yeah. Denver. Next game, please. Deshaun. Dumps it off right side, the screen pass across the five, into the end zone. Here he is again, Lamar Miller with the touchdown. Eight yards off the arm of Watson. The surprise of the week, in my opinion. Okay, fine, Texans beat the Titans. That's surprising enough. But to put 57 on the board, Deshaun Watson, 25 of 34 for 283, 57 points in Houston? 
My goodness, what the hell's going on? We all picked Houston except for Vic. Exactly. Yeah, I think I might have even said they might hang a 50-burger on yeah. them. <laughs> That's why I'm so surprised. I do remember I that now remember. that you say that. I, w- I don't know why we don't have the sound. Uh, it's just funny how Brock Osweiler, some people are calling for him here, and look what he did with that Houston team last year. Mm-hmm. He's better than the QB here. Funny how the QB formula didn't work in that game. Usually the better quarterback wins. He's the better quarterback. Do you want me to pull those stats After off again? Fact. 11 and 3. 11 and 3. You the are kind of anti-Mariota. I don't, yeah, I don't get that narrative. Well, yeah, what has Marcus Mariota ever done? Uh, how is he clearly the better quarterback in that game? I'm I don't looking, know what you know, I'm looking at his numbers, by the way. Mariota's 6 of 10. Threw the ball. T- Did he get hurt? He got hurt, yes. Yeah. He pulled a hammy. Next. Clock is running, 38 seconds and counting. Back the throw goes Palmer. Looks over the middle, throws end zone for Fitz, goes up, and makes the game-winning catch. Larry Legend does it again. Touchdown, Cardinals win. Yeah, the Cardinals survive the Niners in overtime, 18-15. This game was going to be a tie. It was headed for a tie. Found a way to win it. San Francisco had first and goal in overtime and settled for a field goal. Gave... Arizona a shot, and they went down and got the only touchdown of the entire game. Came in overtime. Vic, you had Arizona. Everybody else had San Francisco, which looked like a pretty smart pick for most of the day, and it didn't work out. All right, so recap. So if Arizona comes back after giving up the field goal, if Arizona comes back on the next drive, it's a field goal of their own. The game just continues in overtime. Correct. correct? But, the, but yeah. the new 10-minute overtime, it was that basically is. over. A tie, yeah. It flies by, know, you know. That's such San Francisco a had a seven-and-a-half-minute drive, and the just no. play until somebody wins. It's such a dumb Why is rule. it so hard? Oh, oh we're, you know, be for safety, we're going to make the overtime five minutes less. It, we're going to let guys launch mm. their head into people. Next game. Small one, the single setback. They go with a shotgun. Wentz puts Corey Smith in motion. Wentz takes the snap. He goes to Small one. He leaps in for the touchdown. Small one. Right up the middle, plunges into the end zone. Was that the only one who noticed that guy? Is that guy doing a Harry Carey imitation? He's drunk. Smallwood, in the gun. Smallwood, touchdown. Like, wow. I am not picking the Chargers, the Ravens, the Jaguars, or the Dolphins again all year. Is there a more snake-bitten <laughs> team no. than the L.A. Chargers? I'm tired of hearing that they're snake-bitten. They've lost all nine straight four. games. All four. They could have won. They've lost nine straight games. It's them at this point. They, they, they don't have bad luck. They're not snake-bit. It's them. Was I the only one on the Eagles? Yes, you were the only one on the road. Yeah, Eagles. you're right. I'm done. Seems with them. to be a theme this I'm week. I'm done. We keep thinking, oh no, they're pretty good. They, they, That's they, it. The luck's going to turn at some point. I'm over them. How did Winston and the Bucks do? Drop down to two seconds. Here's the snap. Just beat the play clock. The pass over the middle. Caught ball. Cameron Bray. Touchdown, Tampa Bay. All right, this is a home game for Tampa, and they barely beat the Giants, 25-23. Yeah, had to beat them with a late field goal. What the hell happened there? It was playing in a monsoon to begin with. Now, the Giants are a team that actually isn't that bad. They're not that bad. Bronco fans think that's just an automatic W so when they come in So who's a better 0-4 team, the 0-4 Giants or the 0-4 Chargers? Well, believe it or not, they play this week. We'll find out. Well, we're going to find out. It's in New York. I think the Giants are a better team than the than the Chargers. Phillip Rivers is just a mess. He's a mess. He's done, man. Yeah. Uh, he looks like a guy who is done. Uh, would it surprise you if Phillip Rivers retires yes. in three months? The answer is yes to that question. It would surprise you. If I told you the Broncos had a shot at Phillip Rivers next year, would you take it? Of course. Of course you would. Next game, please. Colts start first and 10 at their own 22. 
Jacoby Brissett out of the shotgun. Pulls it in through the belly and then out of. The ball is up in the air. Hit. The ball's rolling around. The Seahawks pick it up. It's Bobby Wagner. Down to the 10. Down to the 5. He is in. Touchdown. Seahawks. That was a crazy game. Indy leading at the half, and then Seattle just goes on a run. My goodness, there the is train. no team in sports I hate more than the Seattle Seahawks. I can sports. I cannot in sports stand that team. Correct. Alabama football. I I have respect for them, and I'm fine with when when they win. I have no problem with that. I think Nick Saban's a tremendous coach. Yeah. Uh, there's not a team in sports I hate more than the, the the Seahawks. New England. I would. I rooted for New England in the Super Bowl. In these defense, it's just terrible. I mean, Awful. once Seattle got rolling last night, that's the first time all year they've looked like a competent football team on offense. And we're talking about who's the favorite in the AFC. Well, who's the favorite in the NFC? Is it is it Seattle? No, it's Green Bay. By the way, is there anybody better? I've never seen a quarterback be able to run to his left, set his feet, and throw back to his right like Russell Wilson. He makes it look so easy. And I know he didn't have a perfect game. He had some issues. But I, he pulls those off. He's like a magician on the run when he throws the football. Better quarterback won that game. Did you see the stats comparing Russell Wilson and Andrew Luck? Did that not. when they did the side by side graphic? It was a little jarring how much better Russell Wilson's been than Andrew Luck. It's, it's been you know it's been the age old debate. Oh, Andrew Luck's the best. No, he's not. No, he's not. Russell Wilson has had a better NFL career than Andrew Luck. Yeah, Andrew's got agree. a ring. What is it? What is Andrew Luck's ailment? Some shoulder. shoulder? Yeah. And and why did it take until a month before the season to address it? He's like, his injury is almost as mysterious as David Dahl. I, I've never understood that. It's why, weird. Why don't you deal with that like in February? I, I'm with you. I have no idea. It's it's bizarre. Um, but that team does kind of show how important a quarterback is because they, no, they have no shot without Andrew Luck. And the game we all witnessed at Mile High, the 3-1 and Denver Broncos over the Raiders. McCoy, now the thin secondary for the Raiders. Hardy without Conley and McGill, both inactive, sees Emerson go to the sideline. Here's the first down play. And trying to take advantage of it. What a catch! Oh, he catches it, spears it with one end, and Derby finds the end zone. Now, I'd be impressed if Tony Romo had predicted a one-headed catch by the Broncos tight end. <laughs> Watch this! Derby's going to come out of the backfield. That was a cool play, though, the way Romo saw that, because Derby was set up as a fullback. You guys remember that? Yeah, you noticed who they didn't run that play to. Janovich. Mm -hmm. They set up Derby as a fullback. He went right through the hole, a little wheel route down the sideline, one-handed grab. Just call him A.J. Beckham, right? I mean, that was incredible. Was it? Was that the stick him on the glove, or what was that? Whatever it is. It was funny because he never brought it in. Right. He just kept it in one hand the whole time. Uh, But the stat of the game. Beast mode, Marshawn Lynch, nine carries, twelve yards. That guy's toast over, too. Over, he really over, is. Over. He looks kind of done. But then again, the Broncos made Ezekiel Elliott look I bad know. too. They, they, make they made look bad. every starting running back look like toast. Through the first quarter of the season, by far the most impressive thing about the Broncos has been their run defense, and it's not even close. Now, how much close. it's improved, right? Yeah, I mean, and it's look. I was, and you brought it up earlier. I was anti Adam Gatsas. Yeah. He has been great through the first four fellas, games. Fellas, Melvin Ingram, Ezekiel Elliott, Shady McCoy, and Marshawn Lynch, all combined, all four of those starting running backs, Pro Bowl running backs, 95 yards total. On it's, amazing. it's amazing. Their, their run defense, defense has been incredible. It has been. Is it Gatsis? Is it Pecco? Uh, what What is the change? Because well, they're so bad last year and so good this year. I'll tell you year. what. Well, let's let's hear from Derek Wolf and Adam Gatsis. I got interviews from both of them in the locker room yesterday. We'll hear from them. 
It's 942. Final segment coming up right here. The Vic Lombardi Show. Attention sports fans, you need to sell your house, don't you? It's that time of year. Sell it now before it gets cold outside. Troy Hansford and the Hansford Real Estate Team is the only agent you need to call to make you the following offer. He'll sell your home at a price and time you agree with, or he'll cut you a check for $5,000. Troy has an exclusive system for marketing homes that's been proven to get his clients the most money. Recently, using that system, he sold a house for ten grand more than what the owner thought it was worth. So give them a call today. No obligation, no high-pressure sales, no risk. 720-900-4433. That's 720-900-4433. Troy Hansford on the Hansford team. 720-900-4433. If you're a mom or dad of a child who struggles, you've searched high and low trying everything you can. From tutors to counselors, specialists to pills, you've tried them all with little success. You need to know there is a program that has helped tens of thousands of kids just like yours. Brain Balance Achievement Centers can make a real difference for your child. Brain Balance is a drug-free solution that deals with the root cause of issues like ADHD, dyslexia, audio processing, and behavioral challenges. Our combination of sensory motor exercises, academic skill building, and a clean eating plan doesn't just mask the issues, but gets to the root of the problem. If your child has trouble making friends, is disruptive in school, or is frustrated to the point of tantrums, now is the time to call Brain Balance Achievement Centers. Now six centers serving families in northern Colorado. Call 800-877-5500 today. So I called Brent Ivinson a few months back, and I'm thinking about remodeling. You know, we have a basement that's unfinished, a kitchen that's outdated, and he gave me some ideas. Why not take some money out of my own home loan? How do I do that, Brent? Well, the great thing is you can simply refinance. And what a lot of people don't realize is that the home you're standing in can fund your remodeling project. You can literally refinance today and remodel tomorrow. And with rates at the lowest levels they've been all year long, there's never been a better time. And the other great upside right now is you may not even need to have an appraisal done on your home because of all the appreciation we've seen. So to talk to one of our lending specialists, Call us at 303-867-7000. That's 867-7000. Or apply online at idealhomeloans.com. Equal Opportunity Lender, regulated by Dora, NMLS 136756. For terms and conditions, call 844-45-IDEAL. Hey, Vic Lombardi here. I love this time of year. Nothing better than lying in bed on a cool, crisp autumn night and drifting off to a quiet, restful night's sleep. But if you or a loved one has sleep apnea, sounds of snoring may be echoing throughout the whole house. CPAP is typically used as the first line of treatment for sleep apnea, but studies show up to 50% of people who have a CPAP machine don't even use it. Now there's a silent, mask-free treatment option available right here in Denver. It's called Inspire. Inspire is an implantable device that works inside your body with your natural breathing process. It delivers mild stimulation to keep your airway open, giving you and your partner the restful sleep you need. Inspire is FDA approved and currently offered at more than 100 leading medical centers across the country. Visit InspireSleep.com to learn more, review important safety information, and find a doctor who can help determine if Inspire is right for you. The freedom to sleep, like everyone else, is just a click away at InspireSleep.com. That's InspireSleep.com. Get power to spare with a Honda generator, and you'll never be left in the dark again. 
Honda puts clean, economical, portable power when and where it's needed most, when you least expect it. Honda generators all have easy-starting, dependable Honda engines to keep the power going. Get turned on to a Honda generator from AIS Industrial and Construction Supply in Denver and enjoy for home or play. Visit AISIND.com. The Colorado Rapids take on FC Dallas on October 7th at Dick's Sporting Goods Park. What a wonderful goal from Dominic Bacci, and he stinks like a bee. Bring your whole family no matter what the size, courtesy of the Coca-Cola family plan. Would you believe it? His name is Alan Gordon, and he just loves scoring late. Starting at only $30, you get a ticket to the game, a meal, and a Coke. Get your tickets now at coloradorapids.com. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Hey, kudos to Charlie Blackman, NL batting champ. And he didn't have to sit out the last three games to do it. Remember last year? What happened? That whole uh, DJ LeMayhew and... Same thing Justin Morneau did in 2014. Who was the dude for the Washington Nationals who came up with some fake buttocks injury? Daniel Murphy. Yeah. He finished second again this year, didn't he? Did he? I am not, I am not certain of that. All I know is that your boy Charlie Blackman is the NL batting champion. A crisp 331 this season. Justin Turner finished second at 322. Where was Murphy? Was he third? I do not know that. I think he was third. He was in the discussion. Uh, Tuesday's AL playoff game. Uh, I don't know what you call it. Is it a play-in game, playoff game? What a wild card game. Okay, wild card game. It's uh, Twins at Yankees, Irvin Santana pitching for the Twins. Did you guys see the Twins celebrate when they won or got in? Much the same way the Rockies did. They didn't win the game. The other team lost, so they celebrate. And I guess a lot of the criticism, oh, well, if you didn't win, well, it's not about the game that night. It's about Correct. the season. Correct. You're thinking of the wrong thing. It's about winning the season, not the game. Is there a more meaningless game than the last two at Coors Field? No. They were glorified exhibitions. Did you guys see that they partied in the fountain on Saturday yeah, night? Yeah, jumped in that. That must have been cold. That must have been chilly. Have been you know if they beat the Diamondbacks, you know they're jumping in that pool. I hope so. Go swimming, baby. That'd be disrespectful. To go swimming? You don't swim in another team's pool. Didn't the Dodgers go swimming down there last yeah, year? Yeah, we all ripped them. Come on, we got to be consistent. Let me ask you something really silly. Yeah. Let me ask you something silly. Do you think that Zach Greinke, Pat Neshek thing, do you think it's in Greinke's head a little bit? I hope so. And I know it's not that big a deal outside of those two, but knowing that Neshek's in the other, on the other team, not necessarily in the dugout, I don't know, he'll be in the bullpen, but knowing he's there and there's that angst, do you think it affects Grinky at all? I would guess if it does, it is very, very little. I don't think there's a lot of thinking about it going on. Want to hit a couple more subjects before we say goodbye today. I don't know how closely you watched the CU game. There was a play, and CU loses to UCLA 27-23. But there's a play in that game. Philip Lindsay catches a pass out of the backfield, third and long. It's absolutely blistered, targeted to the head, catches the ball, almost flips, heels overhead, backwards, and still holds on to the ball. I thought he died. I mean, it was that bad. He got hit that hard. The guy got ejected from the game for targeting. 
on the very next play, by the way, Lindsey gets up, shakes it off like nothing happened. Very next play runs up the middle for a touchdown. He he wins my award for tough guy. He is one of the toughest guys I've ever seen play the game. It just, it, I mean, they had ample opportunity after opportunity to win that game. They kept having the lead. They kept giving it away. It's just a shame that for whatever reason, they just don't seem to have that little bit that they had last year. No, no, that's a game they win last year. They're 0-2 yeah. in Pac-12 play. That's not a good start. Uh Pass of the week, assist of the week, dime of the week. You all saw it, Nikola Jokic. Saturday night, already off to his crafty ways. A behind-the-shoulder pass to a cutting Gary Harris. Guys, this team is going to be fun to watch. It is going to be a pleasure to watch the Nuggets play basketball, and I can't wait. Yeah, you don't want to get too far ahead of yourself after one preseason game, but as I mentioned earlier, the Warriors played everybody. They played Steph. They played Clay. They played Draymond. They played Durant. They played Iggy. And the Nuggets held their own and won the game in Golden State 108-102. So. Now they're not playing as hard. It's a preseason game. Okay. But to dismiss it like it means absolutely nothing at all would also be silly because the guys who make Golden State great were on the court that night. It means absolutely nothing at all. But do you at least give me a little, a little, not credit. Credit's the wrong word, but they means, played Steph. They played no. Clay. They played Durant. Let me, let me, they let me played rephrase. Dr- so me did rephrase. those guys just not try that night? Let me rephrase what Manchester's trying to say. It means a lot more to the Nuggets than it does Golden State. The, the Golden State Warriors could go 0 for the preseason, and it wouldn't matter. It wouldn't matter. But those same guys who have won two of the last three titles played on Saturday. Do you think they just didn't try? The best teams in the NBA are disinterested in a lot of regular season games, let alone preseason. They're certainly not worried about the preseason opener. You, know, you got to move your feet to play defense. You got to hustle. You got to do certain things. In the preseason, I'm not sure how interested they are. I just think it's encouraging they won. That's it's all I'm getting Okay, at. I mean that's fine. I'd rather they win than lose. I just let's not get ahead of ourselves. Well, they're back at it tonight. Games. They're back at it tonight. You can watch it on altitude. You can hear it on altitude. Eight thirty start. Nuggets against Lonzo Ball and the Lakers. Can't wait for ESPN to run eight Lonzo Ball highlights after that game. You know that you know the Lakers are going to be force fed down our throats. For oh the next. my gosh, I know. I think they're on national TV like thirty times. Yeah. They're one of the worst teams in the NBA. It's amazing. A team that tanked gets yeah. rewarded with national television. You guys wondered why the Broncos' defense has been so good against the run. Well, it's the guys up front, clearly, that are making a difference. Besides Pecco, you got Derek Wolf, you got Adam Gotsis. Let's listen to Derek Wolf after the game last night. Sean McCoy, Marshawn Lynch, Melvin Gordon. Can we stop debating whether or not this team is once again a good run-stopping team? No, I don't think we can. I, I, I don't think that it's ever going to stop being debated. They're always going to doubt us. But that's how we like it, man. We want to be doubted. People, we want to go to doubt us and underestimate how good we are. And, you know, we just keep doing what we do. Meanwhile, Adam Gotsis, who's had a stellar rebounding year after a, a tough rookie season, he looks bigger, he looks stout, and he's much more confident. Mm-hmm. You can see it in his face, Adam Gotsis. It's early, though. You know, teams are still feeling things out. You know, BJ said that right there, and we're going to come back the second quarter, and, you know, teams are going to, they got four games to film on us. So, you know, these guys find ways to make things work. we just got to keep rolling, keep playing good, stout defense, and, you know, that's all we can do, control what we can do when we're on the field. You guys have that much more conviction, though, getting the running backs that you are stopping? Yeah, I mean, you know, you see some of the guys that we're stopping, and, you know, it's a, it's a whole defensive effort. It's not just the D-line. It's, you know, the linebackers doing their job, the secondary coming down, helping out. Um, you know, it's, it's a team, team defense, and, you know, everybody's got to do their job to make this work, and, you know, I think right now that's what people are doing. And modest to him to say it's an all-team defensive effort, but it starts up front. 
if they don't handle their business up front, it's not going to work. No so. doubt. But I, I guess I still can't pin why they're so much better this year than they were last year. Like they're they're so much better. It's night and day. Well, maybe Pecco's that much better than Sly Williams. Pecco that good? Maybe maybe Sly Williams wasn't good enough. I think that's a a big upgrade, and I think you can't underestimate how much better Adam Gatsas has been. He was terrible last year. He's about 20 pounds heavier. He looks James, enormous. If you saw him, I mean, his face, his neck, just a large human. And he got pushed around and spent most of last season on his backside, and he has been very, very good. I doubted that guy. Remember the opener? I was concerned because he was going to have to start. And he has been terrific. So I, I think that's the two things. One, Pecco's an upgrade. Sly Williams was not a very good player. And Gatsas has been terrific. Guys, it's uh, been somewhat difficult to get through the show this morning. I want to thank you for uh, listening. Um, we still got a lot of sports talk radio to do here on Altitude 950. But if you haven't heard the news, the death toll from Las Vegas now has risen to 58. 58 deemed dead, uh, injured up to 550. Fifteen. That's just a number I can't. I can't put that to terms. Five hundred and fifteen people injured, fifty-eight dead. Prayers, condolences, and thoughts. That's all we can say. Well, and we were talking about during the break and, and going through those numbers. There, there were battles in Vietnam that didn't produce those kind of numbers. That those are staggering. Yeah, five hundred and fifteen. Injured? 58? Yeah. And it's killed. climbing. It's climbing. It's, it's, it's again, mind numbing. It's, I, I don't know how many times we have to go on these radio airwaves and talk about stuff like this. Uh, but it, it seems to happen every year now. And I, I, I don't have answers. I'm not going to claim to have answers. We're here to talk sports, provide a vehicle to avoid this kind of conversation. But our thoughts and prayers, again, we cannot end this show without acknowledging the tragedy that occurred in Las Vegas. And um, I'm not exactly sure. You you, you said you're, you're going to go to Vegas soon. I man, I don't know how you do that. I, I leave Friday. I just and I'm don't staying at Mandalay Bay. That is just whew, not no. where this black job was on the uh, 32nd floor of that hotel. You're seeing now some of the the images. He clearly just busted out a window and started shooting people at this concert. It's awful, awful. Uh, and and I know we've talked a lot about it on the on these airwaves. As well, the first responders. I mean, you talk about courage and bravery. And this guy offed himself because he's a coward, clearly. But you talk about courage. The people going up to that room, the first responders going up there, the cops going up there to try and take this guy out. That's that's courage, and then some. Because you don't know what he has with him. You don't know what he's doing, what he has planned. He could have everything jimmied and wired up. You have no idea what's on the other side of that hotel door. None. So, uh, listen... Um, you How about the hear? people who had to treat 515? Uh, how is there enough room in, in the know. hospitals there? I don't know. And I'm sure we'll, there's not. So the people that were treating them had to figure out how to improvise, and it would have been a triage mm-hmm. like it, like you were in a war zone. That's an amazing job, too. For the record, I hate talking sports on days like this. It's hard to do. It's hard to do. So we appreciate you listening in. I'm sure it's hard to listen. But... You try to escape for three hours and do what you can, and then you jump back into reality. You can't, you know, you watch television, it's it's all over the place. So it sucks. Sucks today. Thanks again. Wanna wanna appreciate our guests for joining us. Uh Jeff Hewson of AT&T Sportsnet. 
calling the uh, Rockies games all year. Now they give way to the networks, right? They they're now just watching the games yeah, like the rest done. of us. I uh, want to thank the Harvester, Joel Dreesen, his thoughts on the Broncos. Tomorrow on the show, as we do every Tuesday, Akib Talib. Is that 7.15 or 8.15? Because they practice now tomorrow. We've determined a time yet? Yeah, we'll get with Akib, figure that out. Okay. Uh, Leggy as well. Okay, great. We'll, we'll be on the phone too. But yeah, it's weird. The Broncos will practice today and tomorrow. And they'll let them go do their thing for five Leggy's days. Leggy's on the phone? He's not coming in studio? No, he's got Broncos practice, practice tomorrow. tomorrow. I'm sure you're just heartbroken. <laughs> For Jesse Trujillo, party with Marty, HW, James Marillette, I'm Vic Lombardi. Thanks for listening to Altitude 950. Up next, Julie Brownman and special guest, the canon, the dean, Ron Zapolo. Altitude 950 is your home for great sports talk. All bets are off if you win in the NFL. How do you view that game? Yeah, I agree completely. I mean, there's always going to be things to work on and ways to improve. But for the most part, if McManus doesn't miss that that field goal that he certainly expects himself to make, there's no drama to that game. It's a a nice, decisive, divisional victory. So a win is a win. Obviously, you want to see the, the offense just continue to roll throughout the entire game like it did versus the Cowboys. But for the most part, those days are, are tough to come by. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Coming up tonight, the Nuggets continue their preseason with a showdown against the Lakers. Tip-off is at 8.30 with the pregame show getting underway at 8.05. The voice of the Nuggets, Jason Kosminski, will be on the call. KKSE, Parker, Denver. Walk shot, battle on these boards, whatever we need, we pay the price. This is the home of your Colorado Avalanche. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Live from the Altitude 950 studios. Scott Hastings, Julie Brownman, Hastings and Brownman starts now. Your construction smells of corruption. I manipulate to recreate. This air to go around saga. Gotta launder my charma, 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 charma. You know, I wanted to start talking, but in an ode to my partner, he loves this song, so I just let it play a little bit. Of course, Scott Hastings, my usual partner on the road, he's traveling right now to Los Angeles. Nuggets taking on the Lakers in some preseason basketball. Filling in for Scott is my good friend Ron Zapolo. Hey, doing? Julie. I can't fill in for Scott. Those shoes <laughs> are large, literally. <laughs> are so large. I can only fill up a little bit of them. Well, I'm excited to have you in today. It is a monster, monster sports day. And obviously, we're going to talk Broncos and we're going to talk Rockies. And But as we talked about before we came on the air, obviously, thoughts and prayers to everybody, victims, and and law enforcement and everybody out uh, in Las Vegas. I know you have a, a lengthy news career, so I know what a day like this would be. Sure. I, you know, we were talking before because, like, good friends talk. These are the kind of days that I miss uh, being on the air in some capacity, whether it's as a uh, news anchorman or a sportscaster, because it's one of those days when, and we've had a lot of these days lately, where sports kind of intertwines with, the real world, and I'd say the last month 
you know, we've seen a lot of that, and these are the kind of days as a news person when it's in your DNA that you miss uh, being on the air, reporting on a story.